0: I'm Zack Snyder.
1: I'm Aiden Matthews.
0: And welcome to another YouTube podcast. The one-stop shop for everything and anything related to YouTube. Ooh. We're doing this.
1: Sexy tagline right off the bat. Yeah. Episode number zero. Yeah. So basically, what we're going to do in this little opening episode, we're going to give you a little bit of introductions. We're going to let you know uh, why we're doing this podcast, and then we're going to jump right into our topic of should you start a YouTube channel in 2017? We're going to be going over the current climate, reasons to start, reasons to maybe not start, and a bunch of weird and wacky nonsense in between. Yeah. So, should be good.
0: Sweet. All right, Aiden, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience, let them know what your background with YouTube is and all that kind of stuff. Ooh, Sounds good. And let's do a fun fact, just because... A fun fact. Why the hell not?
1: <laughs> Alrighty, okay. Um, so, like I mentioned in the little title sequence earlier, I'm Aiden Matthews. Uh, I've done a variety of YouTube channels for a while. When I got onto the site, somewhere in around 2008, my introduction to YouTube was watching Super Smash Brothers Brawl uh, trailers, because the game was coming out, and mm. I was very excited for it. And then uh, after that, I kind of found a bunch of different channels and all sorts of people uh, from gaming to vlogging related and inspirational YouTubers and whatever. And I really haven't left the site since. Currently, my YouTube channel that I run now is called Blue Couch Productions. It's sort of a variety channel that focuses on games, vlogs, uh, I do a little bit of streaming, do a little Let's Plays in between, all that sort of fun stuff. Uh, been around for a year, at least with this channel, although I've managed several others before. and uh, yeah, I'm still kind of learning trying to get my way through there. I'm at 250 subscribers now, but I hope to grow in the future and hopefully uh, I can offer a bit of good advice in this podcast that would not only help you guys at home but maybe even help myself. who knows? And uh, as for a fun fact, <laughs> oh yeah, let's go. Something fun. It's gotta be uh, fun.
0: Kind of puts you I, on the spot here.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a little tough. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the fact that I am a very avid lover of meat. I'm very much a, a meat guy.
0: Mm. You know, we talked about bacon.
1: That. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, previously. Bacon's probably my favorite kind of meat, as far as that goes. But really, any meat you put in front of me, I'm gonna go ahead and eat it. So, yeah, just a little bit about myself. Yeah, why don't you hop on in there?
0: Yeah, all right. Well, um, the reason I said fun fact is because, you know, classes are going to be starting up for me soon, uh, my senior year of college, so they're going to be asking me that like 20 million times, you know, it'll be great.
1: (laughs) That's so the first day of school, every first day. Absolutely. So awkward.
0: (laughs) So I got introduced to YouTube around middle school. Uh, I was really getting I had gotten the game Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess for the GameCube started watching some let's plays on that or a let's play on that and got intrigued in the concept of this of the the format of video and started watching some other let's players incrementally have gotten used to tons of different kinds of content on YouTube. And so to this very day, I mean, YouTube, I'm watching every single day, probably more than I should. Considering I've got enough to get done as it is. Right. Um, <laughs> um, but it was around May of 2011, I started making music videos um, on YouTube, little covers of piano and guitar and trumpet. And then that December, I had started my current channel, uh, Sabijan Games, where I did Let's Plays. And over the past almost six years, I've done a lot of different types of content. To where now, currently, uh, actually, like really recently, as of yesterday, because that's when this podcast is being uploaded, um, I started this current channel, Zack Snyder Productions, or you're probably, or you may be even listening to this to I- on iTunes or Spotify or something. Um, but this is a basically the channel that I'm going to be using as a place for me to put my higher edited series on, uh, kind of try to go bigger places with it. And It's also going to be a little bit of an experiment for this podcast so we can see, you know, so I can not only just try to give advice to other people, but actually use that myself and show that, hey, some of this actually does work.
1: Right. And I think it'll be really cool because, like, you know, we're kind of – we're not exactly big YouTubers or anything, but Zach is at 300-something right Mm -hmm. now on the – on those, on his previous channel rather mm-hmm. and i'm at 253 and while we both have had like uh many channels before and we had started up a bunch of channels we we haven't really known what it's been like to just start from basics uh in 2017 at all or even like the past year or whatever right like i started last year on this channel uh mm-hmm. in 2016 i started on july 20th and i sort of got that process but I imagine a lot has changed even from 2016 to 2017. So I think, Zach, uh, having this new channel is going to offer a very unique perspective in terms of this podcast. And hopefully for some of you listeners out there as well. So,
0: Absolutely. It be cool. It's it's interesting. I mean, my, my last channel, the current one that I have now, uh, I mean, I started it back in 2011, which is extremely different than the 2017 YouTube climate.
1: Right, right. Extremely
0: different. So it'll definitely be interesting to see how all this stuff plays out. Hopefully it works really well. Hopefully you guys get something out of it as well. And I I think it's very important to say that with this podcast, we're not one of those guys that are saying that we know everything. We are still very hungry for knowledge, and that's one of the reasons we're doing this is to gain knowledge about it ourselves as well.
1: Sure. I'm sure we're going to come into one of these podcasts uh, where me and Zach have sort of learned a new thing because we're constantly researching and finding out new strategies and such. I can imagine on one of these podcasts coming in with like some new information uh, that not only we're going to give to y'all because, you know, this is a YouTube podcast, but we're going to be learning it as well. Like, right? Like, exactly. we're still excited about this stuff. We're still excited about the process. We're still excited about growing uh, even even now, even years later, right?
0: <laughs> Absolutely sure absolutely yeah so with that being said so those are basically our backgrounds we both have a really big uh background in the gaming side of youtube so we will be talking frequently about gaming but we're not going to be exclusively talking about gaming on youtube Um, right i mean even if you are a gaming youtuber there are tons of important things that you can learn from vlogging channels and educational channels and all these different types of genres that are on the platform
1: It's just it's just interesting, like, whether you're doing gaming or vlogging or whatever, to kind of, like, learn from other fields and to occasionally diversify and mm. sort of spread out. Uh, because just doing one thing is fine and all, and it works on YouTube. But you kind of, like, need to know <laughs> what's going on everywhere else so you can get better at what you do specifically. Exactly. So while we're, like, kind of focused in the gaming sphere uh, for the most part... Um, there's still a lot of stuff that we want to talk about in terms of the general YouTube and what's been going on in terms of like how the sites run and content creation strategies and all that sort of fun stuff. Right, and I should Which also hopefully that sounds fun to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm super excited about this. Right. Um, I also should also point out that. Gaming is not the only thing that I do. While it is a very big part of my content creation, I do venture into different other nerd-related fields. So if you're watching this oh, on yeah. the YouTube channel, you can kind of see that, that there's this other <laughs> like side of me that likes to dwell right. into like a lot of different interesting things.
1: Yeah, and I do vlogs and other such random like q a series and stuff like that yeah. so even i'm like not 100 <laughs> percent on the gaming bandwagon all the time right uh, but it is something that both of us do a good bit so right it'll just show up so if you like hate that stuff don't worry it won't be the focus or whatever but we're gonna bring it up <laughs> one <laughs> way or another
0: so our sort of first kind of like big topic for today is why are we making this podcast? You know, we've got the, the title of the podcast is Should You Start a YouTube Channel in 2017? But before that, why why this podcast? Why is it being brought into existence?
1: Sure. Uh, I think there's a lot of ways <laughs> you could answer this question. Um, one of which, and probably the simplest, is that it's a very fun thing to do.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> but, absolutely. Uh,
1: secondly, <laughs> uh, I feel like before this podcast even became a thing, there have been multiple occasions where me and Zach have sort of sat in a Discord call and talked for hours on hours on hours on end about YouTube. Yeah. Um, and it eventually got to the point where we were like, hey, look, we have some interesting advice. And if it isn't right, at least it'll be interesting to listen to, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, because these conversations are super engaging for the most part. Uh, and so... When Zach was like, all right, cool, let's do it then, finally. I'm like, all right, let's go. Um, And it sort of became our mission, uh, at least in this podcast, is to sort of not only inform people, but to have a good time as well. Hmm. Sort of share our experiences and stuff, and hopefully help somebody out there.
0: Right. And I thought it was very interesting when I was thinking of coming up with this podcast, and I shared the idea with Aiden, the fact that there's not really a lot of YouTube podcasts out there. And the ones that are, they're from those big name, big YouTube advice YouTubers that you all know of that say (laughs) the exact same thing in a thousand different videos. And we're we're not going to call anybody out. We're not going to call anybody out. But while you (laughs) know, like some of their advice is true. Some of Mm -hmm. their suggestions are factual information. The thing is, is they also tend to look down on younger YouTubers and they kind of go around the, the questions and they're not in the same position as us anymore where we're learning and we're trying to grow a channel based off of non YouTube advice. You know, we're, we're growing our channel based off of our passions, right? not just advice.
1: Yeah. The thing with those channels, a lot of is they built their legacy on advice and, uh, and I think the fact of the matter is is why that's cool and why that's definitely a way to go about it. Mm. You definitely are missing parts of the picture if you're strictly just doing advice, right? Right. And I feel like the problem with a lot of them is that they tend to repeat themselves and state the obvious stuff, mm-hmm. which to be fair, we're going to probably tell you some obvious stuff in here too, but of course. there's going to be a little bit of variation here. There's going to be a little bit of experience between the both of us. There's going to mm. be things that we're not sure even proven yet or stuff that, Uh, isn't brought up enough or, you know, isn't talked about enough, like really underrated stuff. Um, Right. So we wanted to have a place where like all that information could be there, both the super obvious, but also the not obvious, the fun parts of YouTube, the not fun parts of YouTube, you know, like all of that into one digestible podcast Mm. uh, just for people to listen to. That doesn't have all the bullshit advice in there.
0: (laughs) Right. Like there's going to be times where And I'll go ahead and point it out now, this entire podcast is way more of a discussion-based thing than a lecture hall. We want you to give us comments. We want you to put iTunes reviews. We want you to be involved in the creation of this podcast so that we're constantly learning as well as you.
1: Sure. Like if you listen to one of these podcasts and you're like, oh, hey, that isn't right or – hey, I'm a YouTuber and I have an experience that I want to share that kind of relates to this story, go ahead and throw that in. (laughs) Definitely. Type that in the comments. We'll not only read it, but we'll probably mention it on air and sort of give our take on it as well. So if we can have this discussion going back not only between me and Zach but to the commenters as well, uh, this podcast is just going to do super well.
0: Definitely. Definitely. And I guess the last reason I really want to do this podcast is because there's no big YouTubers, and we're talking about like people in the millions subscriber points, even some of the ones in the hundred thousand, five hundred thousand subscriber points that are doing anything like this. They're not pushing towards that, you know, helping smaller YouTubers. And when they do make a YouTube advice video, it's pretty much the generic stuff. It's never the nitty gritty. Here's what it takes, here's the hard work that I had to do for these years. I think it would just be a really cool place that. If me or Aiden ends up in a position where we are bigger, which hopefully we are, you know, that's our plan, (laughs) that we're able to use this platform as a way of an experiment and showing how we got from step A to step B rather than just being like, yeah, we did some shit and it happened and now we're here, you know?
1: Right. We want to leave as much of it open as possible Mm -hmm. for sure.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: I think we covered most of it. I
0: think we we covered most of it. So, our big topic today is, should you start a YouTube channel in 2017?
1: Do we want like, a short answer, long answer kind of deal?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, a short answer. What's your short answer? Like, in a sentence, Create. give it.
1: Yes, do it. (laughs) Just do it. That's it. Just do it, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I'd, I'd say, I mean... Yeah, just do it. I think that's a really good short answer. Uh, I mean, if you're even considering the thought, do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Be like Shia LaBeouf. Be like Emperor Palpatine.
1: Right. Just do it. I'm sure some of you listening to this are like, well, if it's such an easy short answer, then what's the next hour of this podcast going to be? Well, yes, you should do it. But there's a lot of stuff you kind of need to know (laughs) before you do it, (laughs) right? There's a lot of... Go ahead. It's not so much a question of if I should do it, but how. Right.
0: That's what we're going to get into. Not even when. Like, you should do it now. Right. Like, this minute. Um, Listen to us first, and then go do it. Uh, and, and then it's it's a lot of, like you said, how. There's a lot of preliminary things that you need to consider. You need to look at the pros. You need to look at the cons, which we're going to talk about. You need to look at the way the climate is on YouTube, which we're going to talk about in a second. It's really, it's really important to make sure you know exactly what you're getting into before you just jump in and be like, I want to make videos because that's what I did.
1: <laughs> right. I right, jumped that's in. That's kind of what I did as well. Which also, is, which is a good way to do For the people things. at home, take a shot every time we say the word climate.
0: Mm. Oh, you might not want to do it's that. Gonna
1: be, it's going to be brought up a lot. <laughs> yeah.
0: And we're not talking about the weather.
1: <laughs> right.
0: That's that's the entire other podcast, the weather and yeah. you, which is also going on the uh, on the network.
1: Dude, I can't wait. Yeah, who's co-hosting that one?
0: Mm. <laughs> I, I I might just co-host myself in a different voice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It'd be Zach and anti-Zach.
0: Exactly. Hey, the big YouTubers are doing it. They have their anti versions.
1: Yeah, there you go. I got uh, it's a workable angle.
0: I got to join in on that that YouTube money. Um,
1: fair point. <laughs>
0: All right. So the current climate on YouTube,
1: 2017, Ooh, boy has it changed. to be out of date <laughs> in a year.
0: So I guess every year, like depending on how right, long this podcast rich. is, we'll just have to like bring up a new, uh, a new version of it. I think it'd be like
1: so lucky if like YouTube never changed and this information was just oh all like the right info.
0: how great that would have been you know the 20 million times it's changed in the last six years i've been on youtube
1: (laughs) i want to look at like the google doc of like all the times youtube has changed like either their layout or the algorithm and just see how long it is since 2006 to now i would
0: probably cry It would never (laughs) (laughs) oh can you imagine
1: it'd be long absolutely like a encyclopedia (laughs)
0: and uh there's been recent news about new changes to the to the creator studio on youtube as well that's not even out yet so i mean we'll have to talk about that when that comes out it's on the horizon it's on the horizon
1: all right but this current climate here Mm -hmm. youtube 2017 there's a lot of things um well we might as well get like the big elephant in the room (laughs) out of the way because it literally is the big elephant. Yeah. Uh, we are in the middle of what's called the adpocalypse, which layman's term stands for, uh, there's not as many ads as there were before, um, partially because companies got spooked like an elephant. A little mm-hmm. mice came in there and oh. they're like, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> that metaphor.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, you thought this podcast wasn't going to get smart. We're getting deep on it here. <laughs> um. But no, advertisers got spooked by a lot of sort of the out there YouTube channels, <laughs> the, the, the weird stuff out there. And they're like, oh, I don't want my ads playing or this. And then once one figured that out, they kind of spilled the beans to the other ones. And then they kind of like left in droves. And Google was like, oh, hey, we kind of need YouTube to make money. Can you come back?
0: <laughs> right.
1: So the the result of all this is that there's less ads. And because of that, uh, your YouTubers are now making less money. Because the ad rates are are smaller than they've ever been.
0: So just an important point because we are assuming that anybody listening to this podcast may very well not know anything about the way YouTube works. Uh, The way that YouTubers make money is by companies putting their ads on their videos. By a certain number of people clicking on these ads on that YouTube creator's videos, they receive a certain amount of monetary value. Now that this adpocalypse is happening, we're having less ads on less videos, as Aiden has said, which means less clicks on ads because they're not there, and in turn, less money, which is a very big, real problem in the YouTube climate currently.
1: And it's changing how people go about YouTube and how they make money. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're trying different strategies and stuff now. Uh, I think the thing with this point that the adpocalypse kind of like... Uh, shows people if you want a lesson to gain from it mm-hmm. uh, you never know what youtube has around the corner so the smart thing would be to not put all your eggs in one basket mm-hmm. and people who put all their eggs in the ad rates basket are now either suffering and trying to figure out a way around it or just gone <laughs> mm-hmm. so you'll
0: hear from a lot of successful youtubers a lot of successful entrepreneurs and businessmen that you should diversify your income. You hear this a lot from ad YouTube advice people. Um, and what that just means is, like Aiden said, not putting all of your eggs in the same basket, not relying on YouTube ad money. Mm-hmm. If slash when you get to a point where you're making money from it and making sure that there are other avenues on the internet, whether you have a job on the side, it, it, it all just depends on how far you want to get into the the entire YouTube Atmosphere, And we'll, we'll probably have an episode on diversifying your income. We'll probably sure. have an episode about doing YouTube as a hobby versus doing YouTube as a business. I mean, I'm sure those are going to be main topics that we talk about at some point.
1: Right, right, for sure. Uh, but as far as the Kermit, current climate goes, <laughs> current climate, <laughs> I don't current, know.
0: Kermit climate?
1: Kermit climate. Um, as far as the climate goes now, the thing you want to know about the apocalypse is... You know, if you're just starting out and you're starting to make a YouTube channel, keep that in mind that even if you start off being super successful right off the bat, you might not be seeing as much as other people used to simply because of the situation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, go into our – what else we got?
0: One last thing, uh, you know, what you just said made me think of this, you know, major point is don't look to big YouTubers and expect to be that. Sure. Right? Like. It's just not going to – it may happen, but it's very likely that it won't as well. So right. that's, I, I think that's a very important important thing. Yeah, uh, I
1: agree 100%.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next point that I want to bring up is uh, expectations Ooh. on YouTube. Uh, that's a fun one. There are actual expectations for YouTube creators. Ten years ago, YouTube was a platform where anybody and everybody just posted a video about their cat, their baby. Uh, It (laughs) it didn't matter. And uh, they, they may have gotten views. They may not have. Now, people go to YouTube like they do TV. They look for structured content that they can watch multiple times a week or at least a month. And they expect it to be good. Whether you're new or old.
1: Right. Yeah. Like back in 2006, 7, 8, and even 09. Yeah. um, We were kind of in the age of sort of the viral video. The way you got success on YouTube uh, was by posting one video that sort of hit off super well. And then you built your empire on top of that. So you may have done like a little sports trick or you maybe got like a really cute cat video or you maybe did something crazy in a game. And then when that video does super well, uh, people realized that and then built their empires off of it. Things started to change a little bit around 2010 when it became more about, okay, viral videos are a thing, but the thing is, it's hard to replicate that. Hmm. Once you have one viral video, chances are you're not going to get another smash hit that's exactly like it. So then it went from making one really good blowout video to now being like, all right, we need to kind of have like series and consistent content and making sure every video is good and same quality and having all of them be of a similar quality. That way you can sort of replicate results and you're not having to rely on the success of one video. You know, you can kind of just uh, come and go. Right. Which I'm sure there's more uh, to that than the explanation I just gave, but that's sort of the base version of it.
0: Right. It changed again a lot in 2012 when gaming on YouTube became really big and that ended up being the thing that most people were trying to get into to being popular on YouTube. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then it's changed again recently. Uh, Right. It just, it, it varies, but what we're seeing now is that there's some kind of professionalism in the way that you're providing content, not necessarily being professional in your videos, you know, if you're a comedy gaming channel, you're making jokes. you're maybe being edgy. like that that's fine. but like in the in the process of editing your videos, making sure that the recording production is good and uploading them on a consistent schedule,
1: yeah, like never before sound.
0: right. Never before has that been super important.
1: Right. Uh, I mean, back in the day, if you had a video with like really bad video quality and audio, If that was the only video out there, you kind of had to suck it up and watch it. And a lot of really bad videos ended up doing super well because of that, because they were the only thing out. Mm -hmm. Now, now that YouTube has grown and become more popular and more people are using the internet and YouTube every day, if you release a crappy video with bad audio and video, there's like 30 better other options out there now. (laughs) Exactly. So you almost kind of have to sort of match what other people are doing in terms of the technical stuff i mean obviously you can add your own spin to it or whatever but in terms of like the technical details the foundation uh it's gone up over the years you know what was acceptable three years ago isn't so much now anymore
0: now this means two things in particular one being the barrier of entry has gotten a little bit more difficult that's true. But that doesn't mean you should go out and buy a bunch of high-tech equipment to produce
1: stuff. Right. Right. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And th- that's the thing that we should probably mention as well is like professionalism and expectations definitely are two things about it. But I think the deal is, is that you can start off being small so long as you're working your way up to that professionalism that everybody else is at. Right. Right. So
0: we've all been sort there. of,
1: yeah. I mean, not everyone starts out being great. Um, just know that those videos aren't going to do well until you get to that standard.
0: <laughs> exactly. And that's, that's the important part. YouTube is all about a journey, right? It is all about making those really crappy first videos that you don't understand or know what you're doing. You don't have the best equipment and your friend maybe will watch your videos and that's it. And that's Okay. As long as you, if you're really into this, just keep learning about it. That's what we're here for.
1: (laughs) Right, right. We're going to try to help people along the way and make sure people don't quit that journey halfway through. (laughs) Right. Because that's sort of a big deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing about expectations, too, that might be worth noting is that, like, genre in particular, Mm -hmm. like, before people were kind of inventing genres and, like, how a style of video was there. Now it's kind of like the style is already in place. Mm-hmm. What little minor variations and tweaks can you yourself add to it? Right. Right. Like there's a formula now in a way. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of your job as like an up and coming content creator to either follow it or make variations to it. And be different. Exactly. But Try knowing to. about like what those expectations are is helpful.
0: <laughs> mhm. Yeah, trying to find that next unique thing is going to be very hard. And if that's the thing stopping you, um, I and mean, we'll, we'll probably talk about this again later, if, if the thing stopping you is making re- unique content, don't let that stop you. Find something that you already enjoy and uh, just do that.
1: Sure, I agree. And you hope to one day, if you keep doing it, make it unique. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, but starting out, like, don't expect to be 100% brand new original Mm -hmm. And if you see somebody like that that started off being brand new original, chances are they had 18 other channels (laughs) before (laughs) then. Oh, yeah. Where they did what everybody else was doing. Right. And that's fine. Again, you're growing.
0: Exactly. That's important to remember.
1: Right. Uh, I guess another thing we can bring up, too, as far as, like, sort of professionalism and stuff, Mm -hmm. kind of a way to go into it. YouTube drama is also kind of a thing now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. It's really crazy. Last like year and a half, it's just blown up.
1: Right. We're, we're seeing a lot that uh, the way that a lot of people are getting up is just by talking about other people, right? Mm-hmm. Other popular people. And YouTube kind of rewards that and that if you have SEO of like other big channels, then those videos are going to be boosted up more right mm-hmm. and then if, if they respond and the comments are, because typically in drama videos you're getting a lot of engagement in terms of comments and stuff
0: yeah especially if it's controversial
1: right you get a lot of debate back and forth stuff like that mm-hmm. but uh it does well now and uh, youtube is even kind of promoting it in a way so now more than ever it's kind of a lot harder to resist that urge that temptation to be like let me go into it to like get on other people and then, like, once I'm done bashing on other people and I have a big enough empire, then I'll start making the good stuff, mm-hmm. right? I feel like that's a trap that a lot of people can sort of fall into.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's very popular and very good for a channel in the short term. But when you're playing the long game of, of YouTube and content creation and things on the internet it's not going to get you to where you want to be. Agreed. Unless, unless you just want the short term fame and money, then that's, you know, that's a thing, right? (laughs) Like that, some people are like that, but is that morally right? I would argue it isn't, but again, you know, we're just some friendly YouTubers. We're not your papa.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. But that, that's the thing with sort of these current climate points is we're mentioning stuff that's going on currently Mm. Not all of it. You have to get involved in
0: exactly, <laughs> right? Exactly.
1: These are trends. These are things that are happening mm. in the short term. These are things that might be gone in a month, or even when we post this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> YouTube's very crazy in how it changes things.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy. Speaking of trends that uh, may be gone, but the opposite trends that have never left uh, clickbait. Is still very, very an apparent thing on YouTube.
1: Right, right. Clickbait. I don't think clickbait like ever left.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, it's just changed. Sure. It's not and so I- much more boobs and thumbnail. It's Buzzfeed articles.
1: <laughs> right. I think the deal now in 2017 is that people have finally come around to it. Hmm. So as before, if you had like all cap title and maybe kind of lied about it a little bit back in maybe 20, 2008, 2010, whatever, mm. uh, maybe you might not have had people complain about it or even notice it. Uh, nowadays, like if you get away with a uh click-baity title and, you know, an awful looking thumbnail, chances are you're not going to get away scot free. Someone's going to call you out on it one way or another.
0: Right. Uh, and which if-
1: isn't. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Uh, and if you're a bigger YouTuber and you're doing that and you haven't before, people don't care as much, which is also interesting. Right. So it's sort it's, of interesting
1: to dissect that behavior.
0: Ah, uh-huh. yeah. So I guess those are a few of the trends. Do you want to get a little bit more technical, Aiden?
1: Ooh, I like the technicalities. I'm all about the details.
0: Do you want to talk about the dreaded YouTube algorithm?
1: The nightmare in my dreams. Yeah. uh, The thing thing that keeps us up at night?
0: There's very few things besides my ex and my dead dog from five years ago that keep me awake at night. And one of those (laughs) (laughs) is the YouTube algorithm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That dreaded gosh dang algorithm. Back again. Oh, man. Yep. Something Mm. we live with. I guess for those unaware, the YouTube algorithm is essentially how YouTube prioritizes videos and how it's structured, really. And the thing about it is, oh, whatever, it's an algorithm, right? Like, once people crack it, it's there. Mm -hmm. Once you crack it, though, YouTube changes it.
0: (laughs) Ooh, I never gave my fun fact.
1: Ooh, yeah, what's your fun fact? I can
0: solve a Rubik's Cube in less than a minute and 30 seconds. Wow. Yeah. I was thinking of algorithms. (laughs) Have my brain went straight to that? Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: Ooh, Rubik's Cube. Oh, I love them. Um, but that's a fun algorithm. This that one is, is a amazing. fun
0: algorithm. That one There's helps difference. me. It helps me calm down from thinking about the YouTube algorithm. Right. Yeah. So as Aiden said, the algorithm is just a technical device. I mean, it's not really. A, it's not a device. It's just. It's just a thing on on YouTube that exists that helps prioritize which videos are going to be watched more. Mm-hmm. um and it's it's changed hundreds of times in the last 11 years and it's you know it's going to change even more so the the stuff that we mentioned today may very well not be available in the next year
1: right right from what we can gather now there are kind of like two little things that are super apparent
0: mm-hmm. one
1: of which being watch time and the other one being engagement you kind of have to have both it seems to be a thing yeah mm-hmm. uh, YouTube is now valuing how long people watch the video. That's what watch time is, is how long they're staying and how many minutes you can get out of them. So because of that, because that's how the algorithm works, YouTubers now respond by, one, having longer videos, and two, trying to make the whole video from beginning to end engaging. So, you know, like you may think, oh, it's an algorithm. Like, how does that change anything? Well, if you want to be seen, you kind of have to follow it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have to like physically change in order to be relevant half the time. And if your channel or videos are structured the wrong way, you might have to throw that structure away just to simply follow that algorithm.
0: (laughs) Right. Interestingly enough, YouTube is even. Gone against one of their older ways of recommending videos, which was videos less than five minutes. I remember about three, four years ago, it was very common for advice articles and such to say your video should be less than five minutes for it to be successful. This is how animation channels were doing really well uh, for for a little while. And now it's actually prioritizing videos that are above 10 minutes. There's actually a mm-hmm. limit now that they want you to go to to prioritize that watch time, keep them on YouTube more, click on more ads, make YouTube more money.
1: Yeah, definitely. Animation channels have now kind of fallen off because of that. Mm. It, it sucks. I think part of that, yeah, that really does suck. Part of it too was that um, while animations like were five minutes and you would get a lot of views on it, mm. uh, again, the watch time would be small because of the length. But the thing is, like, You're gonna keep wanting watch time after that video and animators can't pop out in animation every day. (laughs) Right. So because of that, they kind of fell behind of only having like five good minutes a month. Mm -hmm. Right. Compare that to like a Let's Player who's putting out ten minute videos every day. Even twice
0: a day. Twice a day maybe.
1: And you can see like how much how much of a chance they have to get more watch time now. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not as good. (laughs)
0: right I'm just throwing this out there just because it's coming to my mind Uh, as far as a YouTube um, animation um, animator is concerned I think one way that they could be more successful is by being commissioned by different other types of YouTube creators and creating like these default type things that they can just kind of sell to to other creators and collab and all that kind of stuff I don't know I just just came to my thought like to my head and I was like that'd be a good Little tip right there.
1: I I think another thing you could probably do is you would have to turn more videos out. So one way of doing that is like show how you animate or show yourself drawing.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Doing drawing videos, right? Drawing
0: live streams, yeah.
1: If if animation isn't the only thing anymore, well now you have to kind of like take what you love and do different things with it. Right. So yeah, live streaming, you know, putting it on YouTube drawing mm. tutorials, stuff like that.
0: And we can do an entire episode on that one day.
1: <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, But yeah, it, it's not about views as much. You're definitely going to want minutes, and you want to make sure they're there for as long as possible because you want all those minutes. <laughs> if your video is 10 minutes right. long, you want them to watch the whole 10. It's the idea mm-hmm. behind that one.
0: So kind of bringing that together with uh, one of the other things we mentioned being clickbait, what clickbait really helped back in the day was that it brought more people to their video they clicked on the video. They were there for 10 seconds, realized they didn't want the video, left. That gave that video still a view. The more views they got, the more that video got recommended. And so the, one of the ways that YouTube fixed that was by encouraging watch time instead of views. And now that's why that is that is there.
1: Why that's a thing now. Yeah. Right. But, you know, obviously there was adverse side effects to it, as we've mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Things that were popular then aren't anymore, and things that weren't popular, like podcasts, are now suddenly a thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you can
1: get so many minutes.
0: So many. So but going yeah, along, interesting. Yeah. So going along with the YouTube algorithm, one thing that's uh, we've kind of briefly touched on it is the fact that it changes all the time. We don't always know what to look for, and sometimes we don't even know when it changes.
1: Right. It's a big mystery all the time. It's like being given a Rubik's Cube and then before you solve it, someone takes it away from you and gives you another one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would frustrate me so much.
1: Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it if you just had somebody over oh, your soldiers being like, oh, hey, man. looks like you're about to finish that. Let me just snatch that away.
0: It's It'd be even more so like, giving you a typical Rubik's Cube, almost solving it, taking that away from you, giving you like a four by four Rubik's Cube, taking (laughs) that away from you, giving a five by five, like, oh man, that would be be a Rubik's Cube hell.
1: It'd be irritating. Uh Uh-huh. That kind of gives you an idea of how YouTubers feel a whole lot of the time when they change the algorithm. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The algorithm and the layout.
1: (laughs) Right. Almost every other day, what it it seems Hmm. like.
0: Apparently it's changed sure. recently. I'm not sure how, but somebody mentioned something about it changing.
1: Oh, the layout?
0: Yeah. I don't know what yet.
1: I think I don't have it on my computer, but I've seen it on some of the other ones. Okay. Uh, how they've kind of changed it a little bit more. Okay. Not by much, but it's noticeable. Right.
0: Okay.
1: I'd have to look into it. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the algorithm's just a big old dirty mess, but it's a mess that we kind of all have to follow, so... We kind of have to stick with it. It's a little bit of a downer, but hey, don't let that get in the way of your dreams. Right. Follow your dreams.
0: (laughs) Don't let your memes be dreams.
1: Don't let your memes be dreams.
0: Put the memes on YouTube.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Turn it into content. Turn your dreams into content.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So do you have anything else for the current climate
1: on YouTube? Uh, I mean, we got a lot of it covered here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I thought so mention, as well. We could mention like the gaming stuff a little bit as well. Absolutely. that we could go into that. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I mean, we kind of covered all the general stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and mention a couple of the gaming things since we do have a gaming background. I think that right, can be right, valuable right. to somebody.
1: Okay, sure. Um, so gaming for the past couple of years got big off of the let's play format
0: starting in 2012
1: 2012 roughly yeah and for those who don't know let's play is essentially uh, a guy playing a game and you're watching the gameplay you're watching all that and typically you have somebody commentating over it or you have a webcam uh over it or some stuff like that uh they were pretty easy to make they were short you got to see uh, the gameplay you got to see the guy's experience whatever they've been around years (laughs) beforehand but they kind of kicked off in 2012 Mm -hmm. Uh, ever since then they've kind of been the mainstay the problem with it now is that they're a little too big.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because the barrier of entry is so small Mm because literally anybody and their cousin can do it. It it, it's made
1: everybody and their cousin did it
0: (laughs) exactly because everybody (laughs) and their cousin has done it. (laughs) And because when you want to be successful as a let's player, you put multiple episodes out every single day. There's a ton of Let's Plays out there.
1: Right. A, a lot. You think of a game that's out there, even like day one, and chances are there are already 10 different series covering it.
0: Yeah. And typically on more.
1: Day. <laughs> right, right. More, even. Now, with that being said.
0: Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I was going to say, depending on what game you liked, uh, if you were wanting to get into Minecraft, you, uh, you're in a little bit of bad news because. There's probably literally more let's plays in Minecraft than anything.
0: <laughs> guess Ever. guess the number of results when you type in Let's Play Minecraft.
1: Sixteen billion.
0: <laughs> not, that quite, not quite that high. Fifty-five and a half million. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh man, that's insane. And it's definitely
1: not the average for those wondering.
0: <laughs> right. Uh it's not the complete average. It's crazy. Now, with that being said, that doesn't mean you can't be successful as a Let's Player. There are different ways to differentiate yourself. I can't speak today, apparently, Aiden. Good day to do a (laughs) podcast. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
0: There are different ways to differentiate yourself from other Let's Players, other Let's Plays, and I still think that there is a shot at 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 being able to make it with Let's Plays alone. Right. Those slams...
1: You sort of have to go into a different mindset now. Mm. Uh, as before, Where if you were just doing Let's Plays, chances are it would have been seen. Now you have to like take a new approach to it and be like, okay, everybody does Let's Plays. How do I make what I'm doing unique and watchable?
0: Right. Maybe it's playing Good. games that people don't play as much. Indie games, right. flash games, phone games.
1: You can market your personality more. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of different ways of going about it. Yeah. But even then, I wouldn't make Let's Plays your focus focus no just because again they're so oversaturated
0: i wouldn't either i think the better way to do it if you really want to do let's plays is get known for something else and then do a let's play channel
1: <laughs> right yeah right exactly yeah i think if, that would if you have to have a channel that's just strictly let's plays fine but keep in mind, there's a good chance that it might not get anywhere for a while. Or if it does, it's going to be very slow.
0: <laughs> mind you, I say this as a Let's Player for the last six years.
1: <laughs> sure, sure. So, I mean, I Let's Play stuff too. Right. They just don't make it my focus. Exactly.
0: Keep in mind, like this is experience
1: talking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it comes as a viewer of Let's Plays, but keep in mind a good bit of it. like We're content creators as well, so we kind of like... Know what goes into making one, I and mean, we can mm-hmm. after you make a let's play, you can kind of see why they're overdone. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's Gives you a lot of insight. Pretty easy to make, right?
0: But not necessarily Greater easy to do well.
1: Right. To do well, it's a totally different ballgame. Right. So I guess it just depends on how you do it.
0: Exactly. So I guess other than let's plays, one of the other bigger sides of YouTube gaming uh, is live streams. And you're very, very knowledgeable about this.
1: (laughs) Oh, right, right. Um, Live streaming has become sort of a big thing, uh, not just in the gaming sphere, but sort of everywhere. Facebook is trying it. YouTube is trying it. Twitch had already been doing it. And Twitch was sort of the thing that got it big, as far as I'm concerned. Where rather than just simply Let's Playing a game, you were kind of doing a Let's Play, but you were doing it live and you had to counteract with the chat a lot of the times because streams are based a lot on interaction. What made live streaming big, one, I think, is Twitch's success, Uh, but number two, again, with watch time being a thing, there's almost no better way to get that watch time than by literally doing something live and having people interact with you. That keeps people there longer than anything ever, as far as I'm concerned. Mm And with more platformers, more platforms like Facebook and Mixer and all these other places popping up around the corner, um, clearly companies are trying to capitalize on that.
0: Right, and make
1: that sort of a big thing. But I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Right, live streaming is—it's really good in watch time. It's really good in engagement. So if you're using live streaming on your channel. Let me me take that back. It's almost imperative that you use live streaming on your channel in 2017 because of all the different benefits, not just necessarily in gaming. Like if you're gaming, you should absolutely be streaming. But in certain other genres, you can use that as a benefit as well.
1: Right. Use it as a tool. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
1: I think the only reason that people shouldn't be live streaming is if you physically (laughs) can't.
0: Right. I mean... Live streaming, and then again,
1: it's becoming easier every day.
0: Right. If you have 100 subscribers, you can now live stream on your phone if you have a phone. Which
1: Facebook Live lets you do it from your phone. Chances are,
0: if you're listening to this, you probably have a phone. Hopefully. Probably. I mean, you like. Yeah. Um, hopefully.
1: <laughs> get a phone. <laughs> Just get a
0: phone. Get a Come par- back to
1: this podcast. Get a part-time a job.
0: Phone. <laughs> get a phone. Right. If you're not old enough to have a part-time job, start mowing lawns, start mm-hmm. selling lemonade, make some money. Right. Um, <laughs> there's your there's your first step <laughs> of being successful on YouTube.
1: Exactly. Being successful outside, outside of, of YouTube. YouTube. Exactly.
0: Right. Um, the 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 bigger part of live streaming is that there is a a bigger barrier of entry. That's true. Um, I mean, you got to make sure you have good enough internet your computer's got to be decent unless you're using your phone you've got to make sure you have the right software that'll work with the right games if you're doing games if you're doing just a webcam do you have a webcam you know there, right. there there is a lot more putting into it than let's say a let's play or a vlog or something like that but after you learn how to do it actually doing it every single time is is just as easy as pressing a button to start
1: Right, right. And I think the benefits are worth all the work you have to put into it. Right,
0: (laughs) right. And I (laughs) I think if you're doing YouTube, you should just know how to do it.
1: Yeah. Right. I mean, the amount of lessons you would learn just by Mm. setting up a live stream in general could help you in other aspects, you know. Mm -hmm. Learning OBS to stream might open you up to using OBS as a recording platform, you know. Like, learning how to get little images for scenes might lend more into learning how to edit and putting images up there right you kind of like get bits and pieces right the streaming is is very technical um all i'll say is this if you have the ability to do it and the only thing holding you back is that you don't know how there are a billion tutorials out there and you absolutely should be doing it (laughs) absolutely no matter what field you're in Right. But they're a big thing now. And that's sort of why we brought it up in the current climate. Is just because like now more than ever... Um, and this one's about as recent as all of these. Live streaming has become huge, huge.
0: It's crazy.
1: If, if there's one thing you take away from this, that would be my point. To take away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I mean, in a world where if you have Instagram, you can live stream. If you have Facebook, you can live stream. Anybody can do this. If you have Snapchat, you're essentially putting things out live (laughs) it's just doing the same thing on the this platform on youtube or twitch and doing it better in a more focused atmosphere
1: and see the thing about it too uh live streaming could eventually get to the point where it becomes the next let's play and that so many people are doing it and it gets oversaturated The good news is, is because we're not at that point yet, now is a better time to jump on than ever.
0: (laughs) Mm, So true, yeah.
1: You jump on now, and you'll be set years down the line when, like, everyone's doing live streaming. And, you know, people are having so much trouble trying to get off the ground. When you could be like, oh, yeah, I started in 2017. There weren't that many people on. It was good. And that's not to say live streaming isn't big. It is. Just not as big comparatively. Uh, to the Let's Play universe.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, to give you a couple of numbers, just off the top of my head, when you look at gaming channels that do Let's Plays, a lot of the bigger channels do have over a million subscribers or over a hundred thousand fo- uh, subscribers. But if you go on Twitch, which you know is just a live streaming platform, there are maybe three people that are in the million follower range, and then. It, I mean, it's very hard to get over 50,000 followers, exactly. Um, let alone 100,000 on up. So it's still very small, but it is rapidly growing. So I like that you brought up the fact that, yeah, you should probably be doing it if you're not already.
1: Right, right. I just think I needed to mention that incentive out there for some people to actually do it. Yeah. Because I know there'd be a couple listening and be like, "Oh yeah, those are some good benefits." But I can start next week, or I can start next month, or next year, next five years from now, and then you just never do it.
0: Yeah, which is the same thing for a lot of things for a lot of people,
1: right? Which is you sad. You can,
0: yeah. So I, is so this,
1: is that all our current climate talk?
0: I think it is. Yeah. Uh, one just like last final like wrap up to that is that was a lot of information. Was a lot of information so <laughs> don't feel intimidated because right. a lot of this we've learned over years of doing this and sure it's you're going to be learning things constantly all the time you don't have to learn everything at once
1: right and hopefully if you already knew this stuff you found our conversations <laughs> about each point interesting enough
0: <laughs> yeah exactly and there's, there's this great option called rewinding. You there can you rewind go. the podcast and listen to it again.
1: Give us more watch Which gives us
0: more watch time on YouTube. Haha. <laughs> 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 <Ooh> nice
1: <boy. laughs> segue into bringing it back around. Yes. Real clean, like. That's,
0: that, that's what I'm all about. That's what I'm all about. How does he do it? So, what's the next thing we're going to talk about today?
1: Yo, so. That's the current climate, right? That's all the, that's all the stuff that's happening now, mm-hmm. right? It's all the little background info. Now, you know, now that you know all that, comes the decision. Do I start? Do I not start? Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of info supporting one camp and a bit supporting another camp. There's reasons to start, reasons not to start. Which one would be the best to tackle first? Do we want to go negative first? get the bad news out of the way. We could
0: alternate them.
1: Ooh.
0: That would be interesting. Yeah.
1: One of us can be negative. Another one can be positive boy. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of... (laughs) The negative YouTuber stereotype. (laughs) Uh, YouTube. YouTube um, is not the future. (laughs) We're dying, everyone. (laughs) YouTube is dead. Alright, I'll be... I'll be... I'll be negative, Nancy. Okay. And, uh... You'll be positive poly, I guess. Cool. So
0: I'll I'll ask you the question. Should you start a YouTube channel in 2017? No. And why is that?
1: YouTube is dead.
0: <laughs> YouTube is dead.
1: YouTube will be dead in five years. Ooh. So hop on twitch.tv. Make an account there. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. As meany uh, as that is. Right, that is a
0: common reason for somebody to, to not start, is they think that YouTube will be
1: dead. Right, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, is because that's that's the mindset of a lot of people. Um, I don't think that'll be the the situation, and I think even if it is, there's so much that you could still learn on YouTube before it got shut down. That would apply to many other platforms. Right. So if YouTube closed down and you had to move to Daily Motion or Twitch, you would still gain a lot of info from YouTube. Right. On a large scale. Because the thing is, if YouTube shuts down, um, it's going to take a while for the other platforms to reach the heights that YouTube did. So if you had experience where everything was ultra competitive, then when it shuts down, it's on a smaller scale, you know, you'll have had that knowledge.
0: Right. So if this is so- your mindset... It's important to remember that YouTube isn't the destination. It's not about becoming great on YouTube. It's about using it as a vehicle to learn how to make really good videos. Sure.
1: Yeah. Sure. It's a platform, right? Mm -hmm. It's not, not the end all be all. It's where people post their videos now, but if that isn't the case, then Hey, hopefully you're good enough at this to whether you can adapt and move on to another platform.
0: Exactly. (laughs)
1: But I don't think it's going anywhere regardless. I, I don't Google either. I think eventually is going to get their shit together.
0: <laughs> yeah. Even in the state of the current adpocalypse, I think I think it's going to be around for a while. It'll change. Sure. But it'll still be around.
1: Yeah. So you'll still have to adapt even if YouTube doesn't go anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just, just some more smaller scale stuff. Yeah. Or big, depending on what YouTube decides to screw up
0: next. <laughs> <laughs> True.
1: There I'm back to negative Nancy again. Ooh, uh, YouTube is dead.
0: Ugh, I don't like YouTube.
1: It's basically worse Facebook.
0: <laughs> oh man,
1: oh. Facebook video is the future. <laughs> Twitter did it better. Vine, Vine, Vine is, yeah. is actually dead. Vine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why you should do Vine in 2017?
1: Exactly, we're changing our podcast to a Vine podcast. Yes we talk about viners.
0: Yeah. So, I guess I, I yeah. guess I should do a positive then.
1: Yeah, yeah, positive it up. Uh,
0: so, yes, you should start a YouTube channel because it's a way to express yourself. Sure. Yeah, it's a way for you to get out there and learn more about yourself, learn more about the things you're passionate about, learn how to make videos and it's 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 just a it's like it's like when teenagers who used to play guitar and sing in their room and write lyrics to songs they never published. It's like exactly. artists that, you know, draw things in class, but never, nobody ever sees it. This is a way for you to express yourself like you do on Facebook or Twitter or any other social media platforms in a public viewing where people can see it. And that's pretty cool.
1: It's very cool. Yeah. yeah you get platform allows you for so many people to have access to your stuff right right there's youtube doesn't like charge you ten dollars to post a video right Mm. like you can post whatever you want um whether people actually watch it that's a different deal but still you know Mm. you can express yourself for free you can put out whatever video you want for free
0: exactly
1: yeah but i'm gonna let those positive vibes out the door and go back to being (laughs) negative Uh, oh man gosh Uh, yo Mm -hmm. reason not to start trash tube right (laughs) here give it to me all right uh it's too easy it's too easy man oh it's it's easy for me to do why bother you know (laughs) i can just post i can post magical hit videos and just be easy I'm gonna get 100 views on my first video, no problem.
0: Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I'll just coast. Pewdiepie could do it. Why? Why can't? Why? Why can't, why I? can't I? It's super right. easy. Mm-hmm. So obviously, <laughs> the baby can do it. <laughs> the reality of this is, while the right, barrier right. of entry to YouTube is fairly easy, fairly simple, mm-hmm. actually making good videos is contrary to popular belief. Not actually easy. a hard thing to do. <laughs> yes, it's
1: it's a it's a very very hard thing to do, um, and even if you can do it, very few can do it consistently. Mm-hmm. On top of advertising those videos, on top of answering comments, you know, there's there's a lot of people out there who could probably make good videos. How many of them can like consistently do it? <laughs> <laughs> right, and be on top of it daily. On, on most occasions. Yeah, it's not uh, just
0: about making the videos either. It's about interacting with people and
1: right different things. Yeah, the, the people who sit here and think YouTube is easy to do are the people who haven't done it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And I find that if you have that mindset, uh, either one of two things happen. If you think it's easy to do. If you're under that mindset, one of two things happen. Number one, uh, you realize it's not easy to do. And you change your mindset, or B, uh, you think it's easy to do. You put out a couple of videos, they don't do well, and then you quit. Huh. <laughs> right. Or so, like there's the third option. Do you want to adapt? Ooh, third there's option. a third yeah, option.
0: Go. You think it's easy to do. You pull up videos, and they're actually garbage, but you don't you don't know that. Sure. Yeah.
1: Sure. You're under you're under that blind. Success. You think you're doing well when you're not. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a possibility, I hmm. guess. If you're jaded enough, maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Sure,
1: I guess. Um. But yeah. Bottom line, it's not easy to do. The people who you think the YouTubers that you go out there and be like, "Man, that sure is easy." It. It's not. It's not like even even dumb React channels still have to spend an ungodly amount of time to get five videos out a day mm. right yeah just to record them
0: <laughs> yeah. so everything takes time
1: everything takes time and some There's things take money involved, <laughs> right yeah they're sacrificed at every corner so thinking that it's easy to do and that you're not going to sacrifice anything and that you're just going to post a video whenever you feel like it and you're just going to get big like other people do you don't know the half of the story You don't know all the work that was put into it for people to get big. You don't realize as a viewer uh, when someone's uploading things daily for you, it's just like, oh, cool, they uploaded. For them, it's like I have 13 hours left to upload a video. I still have to record, write, edit, (laughs) add special (laughs) effects, upload the video, respond to the first couple of comments, put it up on social media, share it on a – right, it never ends. And then by the time you're done, the process repeats again. You're like, oh, crap, I have 13 hours for tomorrow's video. Oh, God. Right. You know?
0: I'll bring up something topical, though I won't mention these specifics because I want this to be evergreen content. Um, <laughs> there's a there's a big YouTuber that is getting backlash right now because he's taking a couple month vacation from doing his core series of videos. Right, and it's these are twenty to thirty minute videos, and a lot of these viewers, they just think, oh, it takes them thirty minutes to make this video and upload it. Meanwhile, it can take more than 30 minutes to get the video uploaded
1: to YouTube, let
0: alone <laughs> <laughs> the amount of time it takes to do everything that act you actually have to do for the video.
1: And I find, like, the worst parts of, like, making a video or whatever is when it's rendering oh, and uh, you pretty much have no control for an hour well right i do my
0: rendering at night i don't like the uploading part because i have to have my internet browser on for that to happen Ooh. and typically i'm at the computer while it's uploading
1: sure sure
0: and then there's all the seo yeah, stuff, stuff and making sure the thumbnails there and yeah that, that part's not yeah. fun for me <laughs>
1: It's easy for viewers. I'll say that. Oh yeah, it's easy to sit down and watch a video. Mm. Making it, on the other hand, is a whole different story. Right. But try to try to line me up here. I'm I'm all yeah. So
0: a positive reason, Uh another reason to start a YouTube channel is if you're a creative person, you are now able to put your creative passions into a project or into multiple projects, or you can be like myself, who's insane, and create a whole network of projects. (laughs)
1: sure yeah it gives you that opportunity to
0: you can basically try anything and everything you ever wanted to do in terms of creativity which is very very uh free
1: the only limitation is yourself really exactly do you have enough time do you have enough energy Mm -hmm. do you want to work that hard for it and if the answer is no
0: for all of them and you still do it then there you go that's me I don't have enough time or energy, but I still do it.
1: Right. You still do it anyway. Yeah, (laughs)
0: That's
1: true. That's true. A lot of people are like that, or at least those that want to do it for a long period of time or those that enjoy
0: (laughs) it enough. Yeah.
1: Sure. Uh, But yeah, I mean, that offers you a lot of opportunities. Again, there's not that many websites where you can just do that. You know?
0: Right. There's not.
1: There's either a money restriction or you have to sign up for things or the features are bad or the community isn't big enough or, you know, well, I mean, the way you upload things takes too much time. Like there, there's a lot of restrictions out there.
0: Just to give you a couple of uh, actual, you know, realistic examples. I recently... Real life. Real life. I recently <laughs> looked into, a couple months ago, looked into some other video sharing uh, websites and thought about putting my videos on there as well. Vimeo, you have to pay a monthly subscription to have so many megabytes uploaded per month or so many gigabytes uploaded per month, which is an interesting restriction. And then Daily Motion, you can only upload so many videos a day. Mm-hmm. And then there's Vidme that's just really small. So it's, like you said, there's tons of different restrictions that YouTube doesn't give you.
1: Right. So Which there, there are restrictions, definitely. Yeah, I think in, when you start
0: out you can only do like 15 minute videos. Right. Which is fine. Uh, but you just make, but not, a lot of that more very parts. quickly goes away. Yeah, it quickly goes away and then you can just make more parts. So you can just there split you know. it up into different videos, so that's fine.
1: They're easily workaroundable, mm. if you will.
0: Yeah. I mean, one of my restrictions back in the day I don't know if you were doing YouTube at all when, when this was a thing, but mm-hmm. you used to not be able to do custom thumbnails.
1: Yeah, I just wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> that was the deal. Yeah. You know? I, they give you three options and you pick the one that looks the least cringy.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: You're like, hey, I don't look like an idiot in this one. <laughs> I'm picking that, am taking that one right there. Yeah. But that was the thing though. If you were a bigger YouTuber back then, you had that privilege to do that. Mm-hmm. Being like, oh, I'm gonna get a good-looking thumbnail, and when the platform was relying on views, that was a really big deal to have that thumbnail. Oh yeah, you know so much. No one wants to click on an ugly photo of yourself, <laughs> right? You know, wants to click on a screen cap of the video halfway through.
0: I don't even want to click on an ugly photo of myself,
1: right? But luckily, we don't live in that world.
0: Anymore. No, we don't. <laughs> so, you know, bringing it back down because that was that's a great revelation. Um, I guess you're going to bring out the negativity again. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Why why wouldn't you start a YouTube channel in 2017?
1: Life is meaningless. (laughs) (laughs) The ozone layer will disappear Mm. and the sun's rays will kill us all before you could upload a video. Mm.
0: (laughs) Why waste your time? Why would you waste your time on this?
1: right when the sun (laughs) sun's deadly rays are coming for you I don't know if you're
0: being Mimi mimi, or is this like an act like it's debatable (laughs) that why somebody wouldn't want to upload a video to YouTube because why would they want to waste all their time on this (laughs)
1: sure yeah I think even if you believe that mindset then you would give it like 20 or 30 years so now would be the good time to put out the videos before we were all to die so why not (laughs) But that was big meaty. So yeah. <laughs> actual, actual, actual reason, maybe not to start. Ooh, this, is, this is one of my favorite, favorite YouTuber beginner mindsets. Uh-huh. I'm going to do YouTube, and I'm going to get filthy fucking rich. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be rolling in money when the first upload comes out, and in a year's time, I'm pretty much going to be owning a mansion. Right? Like, that's just, that's just obvious. That's just going to happen. going to be... If I'm a gaming YouTuber, I'm gonna be getting calls from Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, begging me to play their new game. I'm like, sorry guys, you know, you know, I'm only gonna, I'm only gonna play whichever company sends me their game first for free, and then they send like ten copies and controllers and you know, like weird accessories and all the new, new tech and stuff. Like I tried VR before it was a thing, you know. That's how rich I was.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> but reality sad, 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 Mm, sad, reality. This is sad, indeed. The money mine, (laughs) the money farm, it's not real.
0: (laughs) It's not real. (laughs) No, I'm crying. It
1: sucks. Zach's been doing this for six years.
0: And I just had a week where I ate nothing but ramen and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Not being, not lying, being dead serious.
1: Where's Zach's mansion? You got Where's it at? Where's it I up? should
0: have six mansions, right? Free
1: cheer. Free Each year. For each
0: year. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's true. If you're in it for the money, then YouTube's not the place. Right. Unfortunately. Because,
1: number one, the cost of getting into YouTube is probably big, depending on how how all out you want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then two, you're not going to be making that back. Uh, for a couple of years and then it will take even longer for you to be able to pay your bills and then even longer, longer for you to like have it be your big career where you're also having a couple of money left over. Right. And that's assuming all your videos and all your content and everything you're doing perfectly. Then you fall into that timeline of being like a few years, a few years, a few years, a few years, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not doing everything great. Right, then you might want to add a few more years onto that as well. So, you know, exactly. No,
0: this is very true.
1: Takes a ungodly amount of time.
0: <laughs> I think this is why it's very important to, I mean, I would debatably say that there's not going to be a whole lot of people in the next few years that are actually going to be able to become rich on YouTube, let alone make their like pay their bills with it. Sure. um I, I mean the I think the only way for you to use YouTube as a vehicle towards a monetary value of success is by using it alongside some kind of business model or um, you know your personal brand or you know having other things alongside YouTube that's allowing you to make make money
1: things like patreon merch brand deals etc right.
0: And of course, but in
1: terms of like straight hardcore ad revenue, like mm. you know, we already talked about that apocalypse. Why that isn't a thing? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's just not happening, buddy. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess if you wanted to start a YouTube at if you wanted to start YouTube as a hobby, at this point it doesn't really mean anything for you, right? Um, but there's a lot of people out there who are just in it for financial gain. Mm. And to be fair, there ain't <laughs> nothing wrong with wanting to be in it for financial gain. Absolutely not. Ad. Just set those expectations.
0: I want money. Are you kidding me? Right. I want that YouTube right. money. But. Yeah.
1: I want my mansion now. You
0: know, <laughs> as I've said, I've been doing this for six years. And for the first few years, there were a lot of things I wasn't doing right. And even to this day, there are still things that I'm improving on that I'm getting better at that hopefully I'm getting out of that phase. I'm not doing things right. <laughs> sure. So it's, you know, it, it it's a grind. You got to be in it yeah. for the long haul.
1: In the one year of doing Blue Catch Productions, I've made less than thirty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, there's some figures for. I mean, me. <laughs> in the last six
0: years, I've made roughly twenty-seven, thirty dollars, somewhere around there. Yeah.
1: There you go. <laughs> uh, it's it's
0: a little bit higher because of Patreon. So if you include Patreon and in merch, I think I've made a roughly like eighty bucks in the last six years. Sure.
1: Overall, mm, right. yeah, definitely overall. It ain't your. It ain't your nine to five working at McDonald's no. right? You're not making that money. With with
0: that being said, you know I've spent about five hundred dollars on my PC, two hundred on a mic, two hundred on a headset. You know, there's my TV and my monitor, my games, my camera. You know, there's like the you know the the software, the money I spend on you know editing software every month. Like, there's a lot of money I've put into this. Now, that doesn't mean I'm rich, but <laughs> nowhere far from that. I just Dude. work a job. I work a few jobs on the side to help uh, fund what is now – what is and was my hobby into what I want to make more professional.
1: The starving artist is a very real thing.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: This is not a stereotype. That, that's a legitimate reality. It is a reality, a
0: yeah. And hopefully throughout this podcast, we can help ourselves and you guys – not be so much of a starving artist, but be, be an artist that has McDonald's once a week. <laughs> that's the dream. That's a, Actually, Taco Bell. Right Taco Bell once a yeah. week. That's the dream.
1: Taco Bell's cheaper, too. So it'll it work is out cheaper,
0: better. and it's so much better.
1: Except for drinks, weirdly enough. They charge $2 for large drinks. Yeah. I don't get that.
0: I mean, I'm going to get Mountain Dew there anyway, so I can just get a two-liter Mountain Dew from the store. I'm set.
1: That's fair. There you go. That's Sometimes fair. you get those over 99 so. cents. Taco Bell and Dollar General lifestyle is what we're trying to get people to.
0: <laughs> exactly, that's that's right. that's the dream right here.
1: Not the uh, caviar and uh, wine. No,
0: <laughs> no. If you want that, uh, become a doctor, or a lawyer, or you know, yeah, go exactly. to college, get a real job.
1: Spend a year just working to that. Yeah, but if YouTube's fun for you, you know, if you like doing it you ain't got to worry about the money for a while. If you're just enjoying it like along the way, then you're, you're good to go. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Which I guess puts it back into positive territory. Yeah, Right. Positive. Uh, I hate positivity.
0: <laughs> right. I guess exactly.
1: bringing it. Why well, you got to be so positive. Bring it, you know, <laughs>
0: it's ironic. Um, I'm positive towards everybody else. So then I go back to my room. I just cry in depression mm-hmm. all the time. Um, you sure. know, want to kill myself? It's a very real thing. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> no. I struggle with depression on a day to on day, on a minute
0: to minute basis.
1: <laughs> uh, he goes hard, literally. He goes, he goes
0: hard. Goes hard in go hard, the paint. Mm. Um, <laughs> going back into that positivity thing. If if mm-hmm. if YouTube is a way for you to put your passion out there. To explore those creative juices, to express yourself and you're enjoying it as a hobby, I'd say that's a very good reason to start a YouTube channel. True. Sure. You know, it's if you're not in it for the money, if you you know, if you're recognizing that it's kind of a hard thing to do over in the long haul and you want you like to learn, this is definitely the thing for you. Whether you become successful at it, whether you want to be successful at it. In the end, you're going to gain something from it personally, and life changing. I, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if you go about it that way, for sure. Mm. And if you want to make money out of it, then yeah, it's fair. You can do mm. that. And there's strategies that we'll probably get into later on, and mm. maybe later episodes. Uh, but it's definitely a lot easier to do the hobby route. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll go ahead and piggyback off of that same that same reason with another one. Um, because we're talking about the fact that it is one of those ways to like put your put yourself out there, and it's something you're going to enjoy, and you're going to get some kind of personal benefits from them. One of the personal benefits you're going to get is you're going to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to learn how to speak to people because somebody cool. might be watching.
1: Yeah, that's a fun one.
0: Yeah, that's a really
1: fun one. Or I guess depending on how shy and awkward you are, maybe not a fun one. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, de- D- depending on how reserved you are, this may be a reason not to start because you don't want to talk to people. <laughs> it
0: could be. Yeah.
1: That's true. <laughs> if you scared.
0: If you want to be negative about it, come sure. on, Aiden.
1: <laughs> yeah, being negative. Huh? For being
0: negative about it. Uh, right. I mean, I'll just say briefly, personally, I was fairly shy growing up. I was very much of an introvert in middle school, elementary school. It was, you know, I went to school, I did my work, I had maybe two friends, I went back home, did my homework. You know, I was really into that whole I'm a nerd, I get picked on, you know, it, I was an introvert. And then gradually through both other things outside of YouTube, what a big part. Of YouTube had to do with this is it got me out of my comfort zone it helped me talk to people I don't know I mean we wouldn't have this podcast if me and Aiden wouldn't have communicated on YouTube at some point right it's, exactly it's crazy
1: it's it's a weird <laughs> life I live where when I'm outside of my room right like I'll talk to family or whatever but yeah. typically I'm not talking uh to friends unless it's through something like discord you know Mm. i don't really talk to people at my college i don't talk to people when i'm getting food at the grocery or whatever um but i'll do more talking to a webcam in my room than i will to most people (laughs) yeah right and that's and that's very weird for most people is like you know if you're an introvert right like you don't want to have those face-to-face interactions or whatever Mm. Uh, but if you're a youtuber you know you kind of have to you know, it's sort of part of the territory.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, something that you learn a whole lot, and that's the thing too. If you're shy, a great way to get out of your shell is by is by doing this. If you've ever wanted to be like more socially open and maybe not like be outgoing or anything, like you don't want to go full extrovert, but you want to get like a little taste of it. Right. You a great way to go about that. I kind of open yourself up.
0: I definitely consider myself now, like I was super introvert back in the day, I consider myself an ambivert, which is kind of a mixture between an introvert and extrovert. I can put myself out there now, maybe not to the extent where I'm screaming and yelling in front of an entire room of people uh, for sure. you know, whatever reason at a party or anything, but I can easily have group conversations. I can easily speak in front of a class of 20 people or in front of an auditorium of a couple of hundred people. I've, you know, I've given public speeches. I gave public speech at my graduation. I've played a trumpet solo in front of an entire football stadium of like 10,000 people. So it's one of those things where YouTube definitely helped me with that that introvert. A fun
1: experience experience for me is like throughout high school, um, going through it what a lot of people hated in classes was when you were given a project and you had to at the end sort of present it, Mm -hmm. whether you were writing an English report or you had to do a science experiment or you had to do like a paper on a historical figure or whoever, right? Like at the end you had to get up and orally speak. Mm -hmm. And most people that I knew were absolutely terrified of it. They didn't want to do it. Um, They didn't like getting up in front of people. They just wanted to turn in the results, get their A and move on. Right. They were they were done. They wanted to do it all by themselves. I was like that for a little while. um, but Mm -hmm. I noticed as I kept through doing YouTube, those sections where you had to get up and present ended up being my favorite parts of the entire class altogether. Yeah. Right? (laughs)
0: Like that became what I
1: enjoyed. Right. Yeah. Like that was the part I was looking forward to. (laughs) Not the research or the writing or like the work, but like getting up there and presenting it. Uh Uh-huh. And you know, if we were in a group and they were like, Oh, who's gonna get up to speak? I went from not you know, not wanting to do it to volunteering. You know. Yeah, that's that's Be like, awesome. Ooh, let me do it. <laughs> you know, I'll do it. Sure. It's what I do on YouTube on a day to day basis, but now I get to do it in front of people. Sure. Right. It's, and I know it doesn't feel like that as a viewer when you're like watching a Let's Player or whatever, he's like, Oh, he's talking to himself, he's in his room. Uh, but when you're doing it and you're doing it as much uh, like every day almost, like you quickly grow into it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll just. That's great.
0: I'll just keep up this little bit of positivity train before you go back into negative. Just because I feel like it goes piggybacks right off this again. Uh, sure. We, we talked about having friends in Discord and finding friends on YouTube. YouTube lets you connect with people on a personal basis. Exactly. And it's insane. I never would have thought. You know, back in back went back in my day when I was a child. I was told by my parents. You know. Don't give away personal information on the internet. Don't talk to strangers. But we live in such a different world now mm-hmm. to where it's very natural for me to be on Discord with Aiden for 12 hours at a time.
1: Right. Just keep talking in mind, about like, all
0: kinds of different things.
1: We don't live near each other. We're not in the same state. We've never meet face-to-face before. I mean, we know what each other... Uh, what both of us look like simply because we both do YouTube mm-hmm. uh, but like we've never met before we've never done anything like that yet we're both able to carry on uh, a normal conversation just straight through discord and would even occasionally reveal personal stuff just as easily right, right. like you know
0: and we've known e- we've only known each other for like seven eight months
1: sure as a result of YouTube by the way right <laughs> yeah and through the art of uh, collaboration and finding people's work that you're interested in and then building that relationship and getting to the point where we're at now where like we're both actively working on something for YouTube now, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. We've been given this this gift, this opportunity, this relationship through YouTube and now we're kind of giving back (laughs) to it.
0: Exactly. One, I mean, one of my best friends, um, from, from the internet and stuff, like I've known for five years now. That's crazy. Like, I mean, I still talk to him to this day. I was messaging him earlier today Mm -hmm. and it's not, now with that being said, if you're a younger viewer or younger listener, you're, you know, (laughs) you know, younger than 13 years old, that doesn't mean be completely open with everybody you find on the internet. It is still very dangerous and, and certain things, you know, don't give your address and your phone number and stuff necessarily, but you know, it, it, YouTube gives you this great opportunity to interact with so many different people from so many different backgrounds and it would be a shame to just give it up.
1: Exactly. Or just ignore those conversations altogether. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Yeah. Some you people be that do that. Yeah. that just
1: posts, you can just post videos and then never interact with your comments, never reach out, never do anything. And you know, a lot of people just don't grow because of that. Yeah. Um, both their channel isn't growing and they themselves aren't because mm-hmm. they're not willing to go out there, um, or do anything like that. Yeah. So I think if you're, if you want to start, um, maybe keep that in mind too, you know, mm. be willing to, uh, try new things and go out there. Um, you know, kind of get to know other people and kind of learn more about yourself too. Right. I mean, I've learned so much about myself throughout the past year just doing this channel alone, you know. And I've did other YouTube channels before, but like, throughout Blue Couch Productions and stuff, I've been able to build an entire community of people that I never knew on Discord. Yeah. People years before I wouldn't have known. People halfway across the globe in Europe, you know, that are active participants in my Discord every day, that come onto my streams and just talk, you know. It's crazy. Absolute insane stuff. Crazy.
0: So yeah, uh friends. Aiden, who's that person that has the most friends? What are they? What are they typically called? <laughs> <laughs> Segui, segue, segue, segue.
1: <laughs> Aren't you just the seggiest way of all the segways? Okay, I've never done a podcast so, before, guys. <laughs> never ever. Never. <laughs> Never in a billion years has this man ever done a podcast that you can find on the internet. What's a what's a yeah. podcast? Never been done. Uh, so last uh, negative uh, reason. <laughs> I'm get real negative in here. Mm-mm. Mindset, I guess, number three. We've already listed two. Mm. First one being you think it's easy to do. The second one, you're in it for money. Third one, you want to do it because you're gonna be famous, girl. Mm. You know, you're going to post that video and you may be not be rich, you know, it may be hard to do, but you're going to get so much love from all these fans and people and you're just going to become like a household celebrity to the point where like you might not even you need YouTube anymore. you be on TV, you'll be on like late night TV shows, be talking with Jimmy Kimmel and people, you know? Oh man, yeah. And you'll be like, man, I remember when I was a YouTuber back in the day, you know, now that I'm... Famous and all that sort of stuff. It's a bit different now, you know. I can't talk to common people anymore.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna be the next PewDiePie.
1: Be the next PewDiePie.
0: I'm gonna be the next so, Kim Kardashian.
1: Reason three has to not start YouTube. You're doing it because you think you're gonna get that fame, not money necessarily, but that that recognition. You know? Yeah. That you want everybody around you to think you're top dog <laughs> For real
0: it's not a good mindset
1: and the reality not only (laughs) (laughs) will you not be famous there's actually a bigger chance on youtube that you'll end up being infamous (laughs) (laughs) simply because you're exposing more of yourself out there if it turns out it's negative stuff. Oh. More people are going to remember you. To be fair, but not for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, so it can it can backfire rather quickly.
0: That that is true. That you is know? true. Now I will I will counter argument counter argument. I guess that's the right <laughs> counteract. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That that this particular mindset with...
1: Negative mindset.
0: Yeah, this particular negative mindset with. If you're doing YouTube and you're enjoying it and you're sharing it with your friends, if you're in a school setting, whether it's high school or college or even middle school maybe. I don't know. People are starting young now. Um, if you're mm-hmm. in a business setting where you have friends at the, in the, the workplace or something like that, and this you start doing YouTube and you're really enjoying it, it's going to be a big part of your life. You're going to mention it to somebody at some point. And so you might get to be known as that one guy that makes YouTube videos, sure. which in a local setting may make you more quote unquote famous in that area. However, you know, it's getting from zero to PewDiePie is is a big Art. jump.
1: Exactly.
0: And even, I think so. even PewDiePie isn't particularly super famous we should probably you know
1: oh yeah that's true he's not a household
0: name Mm -hmm. so
1: on the internet maybe right but not like outside of that right so i think it's also worth noting that by doing youtube you will gain a reputation and you'll definitely have a presence online Mm -hmm. the mindset that we're talking about is that you think your presence is going to become enormous simply by doing it. Right. And your reputation is going to go from really small to, like, over the roof overnight. You know? Yeah. Like, we have reputations, right? We have uh, people look at us certain ways. People have preferences, right? People expect certain things out of us. Um, does that mean that Sabejan and myself blue cash productions are like on jay leno or you know like we're mentioned by the wall street journal often <laughs> no we're not jay leno um, yeah jay leno ain't even around he anymore. ain't that even around that was, anymore that was dated by my statements. <laughs> that was the That's like part. four
0: years dated
1: that was the most negative thing i've said all night you know <laughs> reasons not reasons not to be on this Man. podcast. <sighs> jay leno
0: you're just not gonna be on the Ed Sullivan show from YouTube. It's just
1: oh darn, it's just yeah. not gonna happen. Forgot about that. <laughs> it's past. That's past my. It's past my prime. That's past my uh, generation. I probably. mean, that's past
0: mine too. But I still. Many know people the right know about place? the
1: Ed Sullivan show. I
0: I doubt that anybody wanting to start a YouTube channel in 2017 particularly knows about the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I have very weird interests and a very right. interesting uh, being you know growing up so I know a lot of older things
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I was gonna say like if we want to get a guest on this podcast I think mm-hmm. we have to start with Ed Sullivan I
0: think yeah, that's I think it's very important so Ed Sullivan was a uh, the Ed Sullivan show was an old TV channel talk show <laughs> back in mm-hmm. the like 40s and 50s right oh, is he dead. 50s
1: now? and 60s 50s and 60s am i bringing
0: up a dead guy <laughs> oh i'm pretty sure he's yeah he's, he's passed i mean to to let you know elvis presley which is a dead singer that was really popular back in the day for the kiddos that don't know got his start uh-huh. on the ed's element show
1: yeah he died in 74 yeah <laughs> wow, i'm awful I'm awful everybody oh man anyways
0: anyways getting off topic but
1: exactly yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna reach that fame overnight. No, you know?
0: absolutely not. Mm-mm. Here's
1: the thing, like the three mindsets, they could be potential things that would happen. Right, one day you could be doing YouTube and making money. Mm-hmm. One day you could be doing YouTube and having fame. One day it could be easy to do if you have like a staff of editors editing for you and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for people starting out, you achieve none of those. <laughs> <laughs> if you are in year one or even year 10 for some people, you're not achieving any of those.
0: (laughs) I want to go ahead and bring up, uh, hopefully this doesn't date the podcast too much, but I want to go ahead and bring up the, the Jake Paul, Logan Paul stuff really Mm -hmm. briefly because it's very easy for a new YouTuber in 2017. Uh, We already date the podcast by saying 2017. So it's fine. Okay. Right. Um, for somebody wanting to start a channel now, they can easily see that one of the bigger channels currently is Jake Paul and Logan Paul, who are two younger guys who have made fame and money and are creating really easy to do content on YouTube. And they've done this in the last six months on YouTube. Right. However, they did not go from zero to six, 8 million in six months in terms of actual people following them. This was just on YouTube. They did come from other platforms in which right. they had learned how to kind of b- break this system. Uh, I mean, they're they're also not particularly morally right in this strategy <laughs> and I highly doubt that in the long term unless they're doing a lot of stuff outside of YouTube I don't follow them I could care less um, unless they're doing stuff outside of YouTube their success could be very minimal and only in the next couple of years if only the next mm-hmm. few months because of certain things but it is important to, to, to see that their success came from other platforms they had already quote unquote worked hard to get those numbers by using the Paul had been on
1: Vine for years. Right. Years, yeah. years, years. And so for the outsider who wouldn't know that he started on Vine and saw on YouTube, it's like, oh we only got here in six months. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Not the case. Right? You know? Right. There's there's always for anybody breaking through, I would argue, at least on YouTube. They're not actually an overnight success. No one on YouTube is an overnight (laughs) success. No one on Twitch, no one on Vine is an overnight success. Mm -hmm. Even if we can't see where they started working and where they got to, guarantee you there was a bit of work beforehand, right? No one just pops up out of nowhere anymore. Right. You know? Um, They might have back then, but I don't think it happens nowadays. And if it does, I think we're missing a part of the story.
0: Right. I mean, and Flint, you said that Logan Paul has been on Vine for years. Jake Paul was a Disney Channel. Was. Right. <laughs> was a Disney was. Channel star, which means he got Recipes. his start in child acting, which means sure. he had to work for years to do that. Uh, PewDiePie, you know, he quit college, was almost homeless for, for a little while. I mean, he worked hard to get to the success he has now. And I think I can be said for just about anybody. That's, right. that's successful on the platform now.
1: There, there's no, there's no fame, there's no sex. Uh, <laughs> sex.
0: <laughs> there's no
1: fame, there's no money, there's no success without struggle. Yes, right. You don't achieve any of those three. You don't achieve one of those three without some form of struggle, right? Yeah, and obviously people go through various forms of it. Some people struggle more than others. Some people struggle for a long time; uh, others don't. Uh, but everybody has that struggle. Everybody has that period where they put in a, a good amount of hard work to get to where they're at. If uh, they have money, fame, or you know success, chances are they had to have sacrificed something, struggled, uh, or put in work. One of the three.
0: Most definitely, and yeah. If if you think doing YouTube is gonna get you a lot of sex, I'm sorry, buddy.
1: That's wrong too. That's <laughs> wrong
0: too. That's wrong. Oh man, just uh, go up to a Add girl. Add that to the reasons, yeah, they need not to start. Exactly, just go up to a girl and be like, "Hey, baby, I make I make YouTube videos on the internet.
1: Yeah, see how well that works out.
0: Yeah, give me your number. We will
1: right. we'll talk
0: later. Yeah, that that's not
1: gonna work." Being a YouTube star is a lot different than being a rap star, you know. Mm,
0: yeah.
1: Very, you, you think rap very and you think so. like gangsta, you think mm. hood, you think dangerous, you think rebel, you think well. YouTube star and you <laughs> think guy and his mom's Facebook <laughs> who did a couple of videos. Like that's not sexy. I don't care how many subscribers you have, like no girl is gonna be like, Ooh, thirty thousand subscribers? That's hot. That's you know, like <laughs> it's different. That's it's what different. I like to see. Yeah. It's yeah dude a lady comes up to you she's like oh, I saw your part 18 of Shovel Knight <laughs> so good it's like yeah I know I, I spent a day on that you know I've put a lot of hard work into it it's like oh man you're on fire you know what's oh, episode 19 coming out next Monday babe next Monday <laughs> episode 73 of Binding of Isaac that was exactly. just such a
0: good run oh man you just did Azazel so much justice here's my number <laughs>
1: right <laughs> if you have a girl that came up to you and watched all 72 episodes of binding of isaac marry and her. 73 she's a keeper is what i'm saying you need that.
0: To- <laughs> marry her
1: <laughs> yeah marry her immediately yeah she's yours
0: absolutely oh man and then collab with her because a couple channels do really well <laughs>
1: right 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 exactly <laughs> turn, turn her into content yeah <laughs>
0: Key tip number one of YouTube, mm-hmm. which goes into my next positive You're this just is, on top of this, this segue is it's just so natural today. I love it. Yeah. Uh, tip number mm-hmm. one of YouTube, turn everything you love into content. Right. <laughs>
1: Your dog, your family, your day, your time. Yes.
0: Um, So, so the actual positivity thing here a reason to start a YouTube channel is, especially if you're a gamer, and even if you're not a gamer, I'll mention it in a second, um, it gives you a way to get through your backlog of games. So, you may have bought 200 games on Steam Cells and now they're in your game, they're in your computer, and you've only played seven of them. Well, you can make Let's Plays on live stream, a ton of these games, and that's a great way to be productive while playing video games. Look at that. And sure. Your mother said you can never do that. There you go. For career. Yeah. You
1: can't. You can't right away. You can't <laughs> right away.
0: Right. She's right. Right away. Right. Get, get that part-time right. job, go to college, you know, do all that right. stuff. Um.
1: But eventually. <laughs> but
0: eventually. Hopefully, maybe. There's possibility. <laughs>
1: I think if you're a, a media reviewer, just in general, it's mm-hmm. a good way to get through your backlog. If you review film, music, magazines. Absolutely. Is there a magazine review channel out there? I need to find <gasps> those people.
0: Man, you're giving me
1: ideas today. Ooh,
0: right, right, right. I'm about to start doing magazine reviews. No.
1: Exactly. Um, you can get through your backlog of uh, favorite media. Favorite or media. Food. Or
0: food. food.
1: Oh. It's
0: traveling. Traveling is another way that people do really well with making videos from. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's it's really it's really cool because I I am a media connoisseur of sorts. I like to consume media, but I'm also the type of person that can't just sit there and watch a movie for two hours all the time because I get r- I, I really want to make sure I'm doing something productive, doing something active, and not just so passive. So the way I reinsure these types of things of consuming my media is. On this very channel, if you're watching this on YouTube, I do recaps of anime. I'm doing recaps of, you know, TV shows and movies and games. And, you know, eventually I'm going to get into doing more music stuff on YouTube. It's, it's just these are a lot of different things that I f- find passion in. And now I'm able to turn it into content, which right. helps fill my creative fuel fire, which is another thing that's really big about me.
1: Exactly by you being able to go through these pieces of media again it's not only helping you make content but might inspire you to make something in the future as well right so, it's a very valid point i like that a lot yeah yo i got another i got another sick negative point
0: ooh, over here ooh. can i say one I wanna... can i say one more last thing about this positive go ahead go ahead so you said you said something about uh turning content into your family and your dog and while part of that mm-hmm. sounds like a joke he's right
1: it's real. It's a real You can thing. do <laughs> vlogs.
0: Yeah. You can do reviews about your food. I mean, it's really... You can turn your conversations into content. Hashtag this podcast right now.
1: Yo, prime example. Today.
0: Right today, now. Today, the day of recording
1: second. this. The day of recording this. August 4th. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> Blue Couch Productions, my YouTube channel. Today's video... Zach, do you know what it is?
0: Oh, I I forgot the name of it, but I did see it. I haven't haven't watched it yet. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay. Today I posted a video called Midnight Vlogs, which is my vlog show. Mm. And uh, the title was Running Some Errands. (laughs) And literally, that entire video is six minutes of me and my brother going through various stops, doing things like getting gas, (laughs) getting food. Uh, I had to deposit a check. And throughout that little trip, I recorded it, turned it into content, did a little bit of editing to make things interesting, and then uploaded it, right? I turned my whole afternoon into content, and as we speak, right now, I'm going to see how many how many views it has, because it hasn't been out for that long.
0: I'm just thinking, because that's so different than your other midnight vlogs, that I want to watch it as soon as we get done with the podcast.
1: Right, and it's short. Yeah. It's like six minutes. Yeah, which
0: is... Like, would I go use the bathroom again? I know what I'm watching.
1: <laughs> it's like um, five views right now. Okay. But it's like really late at night. Yeah. So it's partially why. Yeah. We're late. We're late people. Mm. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem with life. You're, you're saying it's <laughs> August
0: the 4th over here. It's August the 5th already.
1: Oh, it's fixing to be the 5th yeah. for me in about five minutes. So <laughs> we're already we're already later, Tater. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I turned my, my trip into content and that's not the first time i've done that i did a vlog about literally walking to subway and then walking back yeah you know i zach's done like 19 vlogs and sure they started (laughs) out being like hey here's japan hey here's interesting yeah i'm
0: in a country but
1: as it went on you know it's like hey i'm in my dorm
0: (laughs) (laughs) right i'm doing different things and it's not necessarily glamorous right what, which right. which brings up the point that, you know, you can do content about things that you enjoy doing, getting through your backlog of mm-hmm. media and all that kind of stuff, but you can also do content about things that you're not enjoying because you need to do them, like going to the gym. You want to get healthy? You want to have motivation to do it? Put it in your daily vlog.
1: Mm-hmm. Doing laundry, mowing the lawn, having to go out and get something, you know, time-consuming things. Right. But you got a phone? Well, hey, what's this content? <laughs> Even if you can't film, even if, like, for whatever reason, there's, like, people there and you don't want to film, which you should film. Mm -hmm. uh, They won't mind. Uh, But two, (laughs) what you could also do is uh, if you have a YouTube, chances are you have social media, uh, take pictures. Yeah. Put it on Twitter. Put it on Instagram. Take some goofy photos of your surroundings. (laughs) You know, that's still getting you out. That's still getting your image out. And sure, you can't record. But again, you turn that trip into content.
0: And I think the best part of doing these types of vlogs and that kind of stuff is you get really interesting facial expressions, which your viewers will turn into emotes Emotes. and emojis for your uh, Discord server.
1: Right. So that might have been a misconception is people were like, well, how on earth is there any engagement out of that? How on earth is someone walking around from step one to two? How is that engaging to anybody?" Mm -hmm. And uh, if you do it right. You know, you can have it be entertaining. You could have it be informal. You can maybe talk about something while you're there. You can maybe make it funny, have weird faces. You know, if you know your audience, you can turn the dumbest, most mundane things into something exciting for them.
0: Right? Absolutely.
1: Just depends on how you go about it. Mm Hmm. You know? Yeah. There's ways to get around it.
0: Oh, there's so much positivity in this air. Yeah, yeah. Time I to feel like it. it's gonna go down again. Ta- oh man!
1: Time to drop a nuke on this positivity rainbow. Oh up man. Uh, okay, reasons to maybe not start. And I hear this one a lot. Hmm. <sighs> uh, YouTube, you know, I would I would start a channel, but it's just too difficult. You know, it's too hard. You know, mm-hmm. you have to oh have to, yeah, have a good to one. make a channel. I have to record. I have to be consistent. I have to do all this stuff. You know, it's just too much. I can't do it. I don't want to put myself through that commitment. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it'd be fun for me to do, but, you know, I don't know if I can handle it.
0: Yeah, that's... I've heard that a
1: lot. You know? Keep in mind, these aren't people who are, like, eight years in, and, you know, they're having fatigue issues. Right. These are people who haven't even started right these are people that don't even know yet and they're already saying
0: that <laughs> they think it's a cool idea they they might even have an like, idea for a channel but uh, contrary to the it's super easy to get into this they, these people just think it's extremely hard and while we've talked about the barrier of entry being you know fairly difficult it's actually also fairly easy in other aspects
1: sure I agree. I agree 100%. Um, My thing to those people would be I think if you're interested in it um, there's nobody pointing a gun to your head being like you have to do it. Mm. And once you start, there's nobody pointing a gun to your head being like you have to keep doing it. Right?
0: Right. If
1: you want to experiment and try it um, there's nothing physically stopping you from trying it. Right? There's nothing getting in the way of being like, "Hey, I want to try this out for a little bit." Um, that being said, if you want it to be successful when you start, you're going to have to keep it up, and you're going to have to have that cons- consistency. Uh, but if you're not, if you're not focusing on the consistency and making it big, if you're not worried about that, you're simply worried about YouTube itself. Yeah, then maybe take it slower for a little bit, see how it goes. You know, there ain't nothing stopping you.
0: Yeah, I think if you're the type of person that's scared of uh, the how difficult it is to get into it, I think success isn't at the forefront of your of your thoughts, right? It's just, right. this looks like a Surviving. fun thing that I want to <laughs> do, but I just don't feel like I'm capable of doing it. And I, I agree 100% with what you're saying, you know? And that's something I haven't particularly thought of much because of how much I enjoy doing this. If for whatever reason, tomorrow, I was just like, you know, I just don't want to do YouTube anymore. This is something I don't want to do. I just don't feel like taking the time to do this. Even six years in, even with other people's expectations, even with a a decent viewer base, I can just say bye and hang up the phone and never come back to it. Or.
1: You're not signed up on a contract. right? You, know, right. you don't have a boss.
0: Or <laughs> I can leave and then in three years, 20 years, 50 years, I can come back if it's still around. Sure. So it's that freedom.
1: Right. Which is, I mean, right. we right. talked You're-
0: about was a positivity, you know, it was a positive thing earlier. It's, it's, it's free. You can do whatever,
1: <laughs> whatever you want, whatever you want to it. Um, again, like, I don't think there there's a reason to be worried or to be overwhelmed by how difficult things are and I think there's a lot of useful knowledge and tips out there just getting started you know Mm -hmm. Uh, in terms of the technical stuff right in terms of how to literally make a YouTube channel you know what are the dimensions for like making art you know what are how do I upload a video right like that information is everywhere and can be easily solved when you get into the strategies and the theories of it, you know, the advice can be kind of crappy, um, depending on where you go, but hopefully we can fill in the gaps for that too. Right. I think, I think the point is if you really, really, really think that YouTube is like super difficult, um, give it a try, give it a try. You might be surprised, uh, about it, which again, is not to say that it's easy. I mean, we already debunked that point earlier, right? Right. It's not easy. There's clearly work being put into it. Uh, but at the same time, you know, there's not a gun being pointed to your head. You know, you don't have to succeed if you don't want to. If you want it to be a hobby, you can do that. Uh, I think the thing is, don't let your fears or your preconceptions about YouTube stopping. Uh, don't let all that stop you from doing something you love or want to do. Right. You know?
0: Ooh, I got, I got, I got a good quote right here. I got a good quote. It, mm-hmm. it is only as difficult as you make it.
1: Right. That's very true. Yeah.
0: So, I mean.
1: It's those perceptions.
0: Uh, I'll bring it back to a gaming channel real quick just because it's something I know so well. You know, I could easily do 30-minute Let's Plays two times a day, and that's that's extremely easy for myself. And, I mean, that's that's literally two days out of the week of me just recording and editing, and then the other five days I've got free. But because of the ambitious self that I am and because of all the content I like creating, I make it so much more difficult on myself by wanting to get better at editing, by wanting to upload different and more unique and better edited things. And so I, you know, for me, it's very difficult to do everything that I want to do. Right. But I love we get the challenge. <laughs> all the time.
1: Yes. <laughs> we get overwhelmed and a lot of uh, YouTubers who have been going on for years. Uh, get overwhelmed consistently, um, but part of it for us is that we're very much uh, we like the challenge. Yeah, you know? you know, if we didn't find it enjoying, if we didn't like problem solving, if we didn't like going over hurdles, if we didn't like doing something creative, you know, then we wouldn't do it, right? You know, uh, I, again. It's, it all comes down to those preconceptions. Uh, if you view it as being something difficult, then you probably will. I'm sure just by hearing Zach uh, say that he uploads Let's Plays uh, for like a week or whatever, and it only takes a day for him, I'm sure that must be mind-blowing to some people. Yeah, that's so we're true. Like, no, right? Let's Plays are really hard to do, right? Like, you have to get all the software down, you have to record it. Like, sometimes the gameplay doesn't work, sometimes the audio doesn't sync up right like something easy for you is probably like mind-blowingly scary for somebody that's just true starting out.
0: that's absolutely true yeah and it's but, you know you can learn it <laughs> You can learn it it's the same thing with vlogs right i mean it's right. it's the same thing with any kind of content it's you know it's what you want to do it's what you want to make out of it
1: right you know i think if you if you, if you have that drive and the willingness to start uh Then no matter how difficult something seems to you, you're still going to want to do it because you have that drive and passion. Right. And That will to make.
0: Once you see a vision in your head of something you want to create, as long as you're a very creative person, which I'm assuming the majority of people that want to get into YouTube, that actually get into it, are creative people. Once you see that vision – you almost go to, you know, you almost take every single step you can to get to that vision, to realize that in, in a physical, well, in a digital form. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's just, yeah, that, I mean, that's some good stuff.
1: I think for creative people, um, the things that you think about doing and dream about doing the most um, end up becoming reality.
0: Which is amazing. Right?
1: They start out as thoughts. they start out as something you want to do. Mm-hmm. but if you're you're the creative type, if you're a YouTuber, if you're something like that, you're you know the goal isn't to just have the idea, but to take that idea and execute on it right right. So and you know
0: what it when it comes to difficulty in this, right if If you truly think it's really hard to do, I'll tell you this right now, the hardest thing, of all this, you know, not getting technical, not getting into how you do content, not in, not including your personality. None of this is as difficult as starting. Sure. Starting is the most difficult thing.
1: Right. It's harder than ending, for sure. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's that's true.
1: It's harder than continuing, yeah. for sure. You know, when you're small, mm-hmm. it's, it's not as bad because at least you've started.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you're big, you know you have stuff to work to you have motivations you have things driving you
0: i think um, i think i've always you have more
1: things driving you <laughs> right
0: i think i've always lived my life as you know i i don't want to regret the things that i didn't do and i think mm-hmm. i think a lot of people should kind of live this kind of mentality of you know it's you've heard it cliche line before it's not the things you did that you'll regret it's the things you didn't do that you'll regret Mm-hmm. So, if YouTube is something that you actually really want to do, now is a better time than ever.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Today is better than yeah. tomorrow.
1: And I'm sure you know if you're the kind of person who listens to advice, and you happen to have stumbled on this podcast, um, you've probably heard from other videos uh, from years ago, even people in 2015 saying now's the best time to start people in 2016 saying now is the best time to start. And even in 2017 in the current apocalypse, you still hear people saying now's the best time to start. Here's the secret. It's always going to be the best <laughs> time to start for you. You know? Yeah. It's always going to be. Exactly. It's it's a matter of doing it is the thing, you know, actually starting.
0: <laughs> and I think in the end, I think you've already won if you've decided to start and you've started because sure. you either it's either one of two things, right? You either find the thing that you're really passionate about, and you go for it and you keep working towards it to try to be successful. Or you find out maybe it's not for me and then you go do something else that's more beneficial for your life.
1: You're not living with a regret.
0: Right. It's If it's ever a question of how can I be successful as an individual person, the number one thing you can do is to just go do a lot of things and try them and figure out what you're good at what you're passionate about and if you're both if you're both passionate and good at something then you've just hit the jackpot and then it's just hard work
1: agreed definitely yeah
0: i think that's a just- man look
1: that whole negative point was more positive than anything. yeah i think that's a we spent l- the less time <laughs> on the negative thing and we turned it into something positive. yeah that's just how we think, guys. I'm just sorry. that pos- not,
0: positive force, man. That's just what I'm all we're about. Not,
1: we're not negative. you know. I did have one other tiny little negative <laughs> thing. <laughs> all right. Oh, sure. Yeah. I did have one other negative thing that I've heard a lot, too, is uh, um, people sort of being like, oh, I don't have a unique idea, so I'm not going to start until I do. Mm. Like, they, they're wanting to start, but they wait on it.
0: Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. They're
1: like, I'm going to wait until I get good money and have equipment, or I'm going to wait until I get the good idea and wait, or I'm going to wait until a certain thing becomes popular and then jump on it. Right. Right. These are the waiters. They're, they they want to start, but they're not quite there yet. You
0: know? Yeah, that's a very real, that's a very real thing, even for YouTubers already in it. Sure. You know, but you know, how do you find that unique idea? it's all about starting something that you're already in, that you would enjoy watching other people do similar things and other things, and then being inspired by the things that you've seen and the things that you're doing and creating something, maybe not entirely unique. You know, there's that old saying that there's nothing, you know, everything unique has already been created, but oh, yeah. with your personality, with your experience or lack thereof, What you're creating is still unique, unless you're mocking uh, or unless you're like completely copying Markiplier or PewDiePie in a Let's Play format that's the exact same. (laughs) You know, and then and then you could arguably just say that that's a crappier version of the original, so it's still unique. You know, it's sure you just need to start.
1: I think a lot of that comes from the mindset of like, yeah, I want to start, but I want to get. The biggest foot forward when I start. Hmm. I want to make the best first impression. Right. Meanwhile, the guy who didn't care about that and just started, not only has he started for one thing, so he's going to have more experience on you in time. By the time you make that big step forward, he's already ahead of you, right? Hmm. He's already gone past you. And he may have had worse videos at the start, but by the time you make that big step forward, he's, like, two ahead now, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Even if you started off in a worse position. So, rather than wanting to wait, rather than wanting to be, like, oh, I want my idea, or I want the equipment, or oh, I want to wait until, you know, I'm out of school, or oh, I want to wait until uh, I get my own room because I have brothers or siblings or... Oh, I want to wait till whatever. Wait all you want, um, but the fact of the matter is, there is no advantage in waiting.
0: <laughs> there never is.
1: You know, there's no advantage <laughs> in sitting on your creative talent and your creative ideas, not doing anything. No. And if you think, oh well, you know, I'm I'm trying to make those ideas better. The idea can get better, but the execution's not going to change unless you do it.
0: Right. You know? <laughs> Well, and even if you do stumble upon that unique idea and after all of that waiting of not doing anything, you put out a version of that unique idea and it becomes popular. Guess what? People that's been doing it for a while are going to pick up on that unique idea. They're going to take it for themselves and they're going to do it it a lot better than you. A lot better. Mm -hmm.
1: Right. You know?
0: (laughs) I'd say (laughs) – I'd say a way to get around this, right? If you're that waiter, if you're not making Mm -hmm. a YouTube channel today because of this, what you could do is, you know, I've already said, find something you're interested in and do it. Do that. Keep doing that. And then that day that you actually do find that unique idea, scrap your channel, make a new channel, and then do that. If you have to. If you have to. Maybe you can use your current channel at that point. Maybe you've made success off of the one thing you've already done. And now mm-hmm. you can just add that on and you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, you're putting an effort towards towards everything.
1: Right. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, and even even if it's like, okay, you know, I have to hold on to my idea. I can't post it right now for whatever reason. If you were 100% stuck in that mindset, here's something you could do. You could make your YouTube channel, you can post videos not involving the idea, and you can get good enough to where you finally feel confident about posting your genius idea or whatever, and then post it, Hmm. right? But you'll still have gained the experience, you'll still have gained the knowledge, and here's the thing, if that genius idea flops, oh, hey, look, you already have 50 subscribers now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, hey, look, you already have a viewer base now.
0: Right. And you can try your next idea. So you're not losing
1: anything. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you're only gaining. Also, everybody has ideas. Everybody. Sure. I mean, yeah, I know people in my life personally that mention I had that idea before they did. But yeah, you're it everywhere. You didn't. You didn't do it. You know. <laughs>
1: Here we are. You didn't
0: make it, and it right. sucks. And I'm glad you have that idea, and that's awesome. Like, it's a good idea, but.
1: There's someone making a million dollars off of it now because you decided to wait. Yeah.
0: Because you didn't oh. have the money. You didn't have the time. I mean, and this is these are very real things that I think all of us struggle with. And personally, I mean sure. I grew up in a an environment and a household where there was very minimal money coming in. I mean, I was lucky to have food on the table, I was lucky to have clothes and a hot roof over my head. And I was mm-hmm. happy about that. And I still am to this very day, right? Like I'm still in college. Sure. I'm 21 years old. I haven't moved out fully yet. I'm in an apartment, but in a college, you know, environment, um, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I had listened to those people that were saying, Oh, but in order to be successful in the internet or in order to be successful on YouTube, you need to have money. Um, you need to know people. Well, here's the thing. You can get money by getting a part-time job. Sure. And you can get to know people by making videos and putting yourself out there.
1: Or just pay for people.
0: Or you can pay for people. (laughs) Right. But I don't have the money. Get a part-time job. But I am only 13 years old. Sell baseball cards at school. Sell Pokemon cards. You know, lemonade stand. This is something I've recently learned. This is like four or five months ago I learned this, which is crazy. But it's such a big lesson. The resources are out there. You can get the resources yep.
1: pretty easily. Let Let's just Let's just go for them. Let's just go through every every little dumb excuse mm-hmm. and just like nip them in the butt, like one by one. That's good, right? Yeah. Like, let's go like through all the common excuses and just nip them. Okay, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down just to go through them. We'll do like one after another. I'll start. Okay. I don't have a webcam. You got a phone. You got a phone. <laughs> Go. Got a phone. <laughs> I
0: video. don't have a phone. You can get a $30 smartphone at Walmart
1: mm-hmm. that has
0: maybe a crappy camera, but it's a camera. It's a start. I don't have
1: $30. You could work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could work.
1: I can't get a job. You can sell something. You can sell
0: something. <laughs> now here's an excuse I live in a third world country I don't have good internet fair point that's a good excuse that's, that's a fair. good excuse however if you live in a third world country and you don't have good internet I highly doubt you're listening to this podcast
1: that's true too <laughs>
0: so I mean it's it's been said and I'll, I'll say it as well even if you're in the poverty level of people which I personally am I'll just go ahead and put that out there you know by accessing the internet, being on YouTube, listening to a podcast, which not too many people know of, sure. you are in the 1%. Which that sounds was- crazy. You think the 1% is just Donald Trump and his minions, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely...
1: Or the people who made the minions
0: right. movies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the minions movies, yeah. Or, or them. Yeah. Uh, they, that's more of the 0.2%, not the 1%. Right. Like, you... Money is we owe to. easier to get <laughs> right. that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got people that go on the side of the street and beg for money, mm-hmm. you know, do I think that's a hundred percent morally, in, morally correct? Not necessarily, but that doesn't matter. It, it's, you can get money.
1: Sure. Uh, here's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a capture card to record games. Mm, well, damn. That's a good one. If only if only you had a computer oh, that like not only had like flash games to record, but even if you didn't want to do that, like if only there was a way you could like run an emulator, you know. <sighs> yeah. And record them somehow. Oh, you can for free. Yeah. <laughs> Not only can you download the emulator for free, download the game for free, but also download a program to record it for free, download a program to edit it for free, and then post it on free YouTube.
0: my first uh, my first YouTube video that was on my gaming right. channel. Uh, I'll go through my first two. My first one was a trailer for a series <laughs> that's gonna be on this YouTube channel if you're watching it.. Of- so you'll you'll get to hear about that story at some point, I'm sure. Uh,
1: something's never changed. Something's
0: never changed. <laughs> that trailer was using Windows Movie Maker on a laptop that's roughly about twenty worth twenty five dollars right now. Of course, sure. it was more expensive than but um, it was Windows Movie Maker. It was no audio. It was text and a few images with music on it. There was my first video on this channel, all my old channel, right. Right. the second video yeah. was a let's play of a game it was an, an Nintendo Entertainment System game using a free emulator using a free <laughs> using a free uh, screen, screen recorder recording. it right. wasn't good hypercam it wasn't good no this was this was called before Hypercam? this was before hypercam this was okay. uh it was cam studio hey was Cam Studio or Camtasia? I, it was Camtasia? I think it was Camtasia. Oh, it was Camtasia. Camtasia. It was yeah, Cam or... Studio is pretty good. Camtasia is probably the crappy one I'm thinking about. Anyways, back in the day, all it would do was record my audio. It wouldn't record the game audio. By the way, oh, I I don't have a microphone. Mm, oh, there you go. Ooh, one. if you have a laptop, a laptop, it's got a built-in microphone, and that's what I used. Was it crappy? Mm-hmm. Yes. It doesn't matter. No. Quality is important, but starting will get you towards that ability to create more quality.
1: Oh, I don't have a good microphone. You can get a Blue Yeti Snowball, new for about $50. If you're going used, you could probably get one for 30 mm. And that's going to give you like some really good quality just starting out. And the thing is, that boy is USB. Yeah. Plug that in to any crappy laptop. You get your free audio recording program of choice, Audacity, wink, wink, and, and uh record yeah, And Audacity
0: <laughs> is free.
1: Yeah.
0: Also, that the Blue Snowball microphone, you know, that's kind of the top end of budget mics, under $50 or right around $50. Right. You can get a Logitech headset mic for, Ooh, this is my first is. headset and, and my first mic. It was only 20 bucks. I had a capture card. My first capture card was only 20 bucks. It was for older games, but it was my first one.
1: You might be one of those people right now who are maybe listening to this podcast on one of their video game consoles of choice. And you have these nice sick gaming headsets that you use to chat with your buddies on the call of duties. Hey, what if that mic, Ooh, you can maybe record videos with that, right? You didn't have to buy anything. You already got your, your mic right there.
0: Mm. (laughs)
1: And having headphones is pretty good, too, because you can monitor audio. So you, like, get a two-in-one deal with that. Oh, that's
0: true. Ooh, let me talk about my favorite excuse. Right. I don't have the time.
1: Ah, oh, it's just not enough time in the just world. not enough know? time to do it. It just isn't. Okay. so what? the average age that people grow old to is about 70-something, roughly? Yeah. Roughly? Yeah. So mm-hmm. 70 years. Right? Break that down into 365 days in those years. 24 hours, 24 hours in a day. Now I'm gonna do a little bit of calculating. <laughs> I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a bit of calculating here. Let's see. So we've got about 12 uh, no, 24 hours in a day.
0: Hmm.
1: right there. <laughs> okay. So that's 1440 minutes into one day. So we're gonna times that by three hundred and sixty-five. So in a year, about like five hundred or so. Yeah. And then we're gonna go ahead and uh, you know times that seventy more times, you know, <laughs> just for fun. Thirty-six million. <laughs> million. It's a lot of minutes.
0: But that's a lot of minutes, yeah.
1: You know how many Let's Play parts <laughs> you can do in that amount of time?
0: Way too many. Absolutely, a way lot. too many.
1: So where does the excuse come from? I don't have any time. You have thirty-six million minutes. If you live to seventy, if you live longer, oh, that's, that's going up. You're in the bonus range now. You bonus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just want to bring up a couple of personal experiences with with time. Um, one of the one of the YouTubers, smaller YouTubers that I am really uh, that I kind of look up to. Ironically, he also looks up to me. Is you know, he's in his younger 30s. He is working a full time job. He lives in a household with children that run around a lot. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He records YouTube videos every week, three to four yep. of them a week. And how does he find this time, right? But myself, I'm a college student. At one point, I was getting two degrees. I work multiple jobs to this day. I'm a music major, so I inherently have a lot of recitals and rehearsals and concerts and stuff every single week that I have to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Well, how do I find the time to put into these into these videos? Well, it, it's it's partly you know finding the time to do something you want to do. You know, if you right. want to watch an episode of your favorite TV show, you're going to find time to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, if you like video games, you're finding a time to play them. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably finding time to listen to it.
1: And so... So, by that logic, (laughs) if you want to do YouTube, if you want it to make it your passion, hobby, career, business, whatever, you think you'll find time to do it? Exactly. (laughs) I'm willing to bet you are. And
0: (laughs) let's say... Okay, Zach, I get you. You know, if you want you want time for it, you'll make time. That makes sense, but I do have an extremely busy schedule. There's just there's just no way for me to do a video a week. Well, here's here's the thing, right? How many of hours of sleep are you getting? Are you getting 10 hours of sleep a night? Sure. That's great. I'm I'm really happy for you. If that's something you're yeah. you're you're happy with and you don't want to change that, don't. But if you really want to do YouTube, change it to 9 hours of sleep. You get an hour a day. You can put sure. out a YouTube video that way. Change it to 8 hours of sleep. That's 2 hours a day. And mm-hmm. you know, that's you know, that's up to your discretion. I personally get 6 hours of sleep a night, sometimes less. Is that entirely healthy? <clears throat> Not necessarily, but 6 hours is definitely enough for somebody to live off of.
1: Sure. If you're working and you're on break, per se, mm-hmm. you got like an hour to kill, right? You can get some food, maybe, for sure. <laughs> or pop out that little laptop, Hmm. and maybe, you know, if you don't have internet, you could upload there. That's one thing that you can do. That
0: is something I used to do.
1: If you have your video footage, you could edit there. That's another thing mm-hmm. to do. If you have your video equipment nearby, which props if you're bringing it with mm-hmm. you uh, everywhere you go. You can maybe even record there too.
0: It's very possible, you know?
1: yeah. In that one hour span of time, look at what all you're able to accomplish while you're on the job. You're on break,
0: you know? Mm-hmm.
1: You're given this little bit of time, and here you are able to do all that, I, all that. sort of stuff. I
0: definitely want to do an episode, Aiden, about time management as a YouTuber and the things you can kind of hack time. Just to briefly sure. give like a couple more examples of things I do. I am um, a college student, and I do have to have money to survive. So I work multiple jobs, the type of jobs they work though, um, the couple of them are really flexible. One of them is working in a library and so I'm able to edit my videos on the job. I'm able to do upload videos on the job. That doesn't mean that's the only thing I'm doing there, but it is one of the things I'm able to do. Um, for I'll, I'll mention the internet excuse in a bit because I think that's also interesting. Um, sure. I you know on the way to class in the middle of classes, sometimes in class i'm on my phone looking at comments and answering back to them i'm you know putting videos in playlists maybe a video just uploaded at 12 p.m while in my music history class (laughs) don't kill me laura kennedy uh yeah i uh i'm like taking that video and putting it in a playlist it's
1: you're making connections making connections either on discord or through comments or business partners that you want to have or meet, right. or you email them, or you, you know, work on something else, even if you can't film, you know, mm-hmm. there's still there's still things you could be doing in those hours and minutes of time. And I think part of this excuse comes from people in grade school or whatever yeah. who maybe don't have as big of a concept as time. <laughs> like they think that days are just short oh, for whatever reason. Here's the thing. If you would ask either of us to trade our life now to have those hours that you have currently, <laughs> we'd both say yes, right? I'm not wrong there. No,
0: um, I mean I was I was an AP class, I, you know, honors class, going, um, marching band captain, multiple clubs, high school student, working a job, senior year, and even through all of that, I still had more time then than I do now.
1: I do Which none, is insane. Right? Here's, the, here's the thing. Like, your typical school day. uh, Let's just start. Eight to three, right? That's school. Mm. Even in between that big period of time where you supposedly can't do nothing, mm. you gotta eat lunch. So that's cafeteria time, whatever. On your phone. There's a couple of minutes where you're going in between one class to another, and I'm willing to bet, for most people, not all, that there's that one class where, like, no one really cares. Oh, yeah. You know? You can kind of get away with a little bit. You want to try to maybe, like, not condoning anything. No, not of course not.
0: Education is important.
1: Education is important. I'm just saying, you could probably sneak your phone out and do a little bit of something. <laughs> you know? I'm just saying. But here's the thing. All right, after that, from 3 o'clock <laughs> to when you got to go to bed or whatever, we'll, we'll soon 10. Right. <laughs> I don't that's know that's good. Are. You
0: know, that's a good fair number, though. I don't
1: know how young people right. are. Right. Okay. So, uh, homework. Homework right that's a, that's a big thing. yeah maybe one hour two hours or maybe you did the thing i did and you waited until the next morning to do it <laughs> <laughs> while you in class previous class <laughs> yeah uh, but let's say you're responsible and you do it at home all right that's two hours it's five o'clock now okay you got a shower right you got to get things ready for tomorrow we'll take another hour off bonus six o'clock rolls around nothing else Nothing else. That's four hours. That's four solid hours of stuff you can be doing. And maybe you have to do chores, right? Right. Seven. Three hours. Still, you could be doing a lot in three hours, right? (laughs) You know, there's time. And here's the thing. If you're one of those rebellious kids that don't even go to bed at 10, (laughs) oh, man, you got a whole night. You
0: got an entire night. You can sleep in class the next day. You're good.
1: (laughs) Or if you, like, go to bed super early. And if you wake up at 6 a.m. and no one else is awake, oh, hey, where did all this time come from? You know? Suddenly no one's awake and it's quiet and you can not only edit and, like, render and post stuff, but if you're quiet enough, maybe even record. You know? Yeah. And that's just on the school days. Weekends, you're free. Holidays, you're free. And school gets way too many holidays. Like, President's Day, <laughs> you know, weeks, fall break, there ain't a holiday there. You're just out for a in fall. <laughs> got a whole week to do stuff yeah and then summer comes around where there's just months out of the year where you don't do anything oh come on <laughs> you know if you had an excuse before you definitely don't know right. now this is of
0: course talking to your average person in high school in right. middle school and school you know and sometimes even in college you know
1: right right and things change things do older, change sure.
0: absolutely but even if you're the type of person that's busy 24-7, quote-unquote. I use this quote myself. I'm, myself. I'm busy 24-7. You know, those that hour that you spent watching YouTube videos by accident, that uh, 30 minutes you're on your phone when you're waking up or before you go to bed where you're scrolling through Facebook, that Game of Thrones marathon that you just did this past weekend, that party you're in college, you're partying that you just went to last night, like, you know, it's of course don't take out things that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. But if YouTube is one of those things where you're you think you're you going to enjoy, enjoy it. it, you are enjoying it. Right. It's something you want to find time for. It you can you can find time for it.
1: Exactly. I think in, in high school,
0: I, I uh, and during during lunch, what I would do is, especially especially senior year, right? So our seniors got to go to lunch first. Or no, I think it was was like certain classes could go to lunch first. So I would like run to class and run to the lunchroom, grab my food, hurry up and eat it. Unless that particular day I just wanted to chill with some friends. And then I would go to the library, which some of my friends actually went with me to. I'd get on the computer in the library and I'd be working on something related to YouTube. Sure. And my senior year when they allowed us to have laptops in class, which they allow almost anyone to now. Again, I don't condone not doing your work, but right. I, I think there's a lot of YouTube. Pe- I think there's a lot of YouTubers um, that that get into this that are naturally naturally have some kind of intelligence level that's above stupid. If you get what I'm saying, like most of them, <laughs> yeah. they're tech savvy. Like they want to be involved with this. They're a nerd. They got something that they're mm-hmm. enjoying from this. If you're listening to this podcast. We're nerds. You're a nerd. It's okay. Probably, <laughs> probably, yeah. most likely. Willing to bet. Um, and you know
1: they're starting younger too. Right. That's the thing. When I was a kid, right, you know, it's a little bit different than people now in middle school and high school who probably knew a lot more than exactly. I did. Exactly. <laughs> so right, and if I could do it, then you get.
0: <laughs> so what I'm getting from that is, you know, when you're in class, you probably can. You probably find that class a little bit easier than most of the other kids in the class, which means you can multitask. Sure. If that's something you're okay with. If you got to make all A pluses, uh, you know, that's great. Do that because that's important to you. And don't do mm-hmm. anything in class related to YouTube. But if you're kind of a little sure. more chilled back and you feel like you have a little leeway, especially in that one class that's very easy, you know, work on some thumbnails during class on your laptop. Sure. Do something.
1: Oh, here's another one. What if it's like one of those classrooms that like, don't have like you can't have a laptop you can't have a phone out you can't have anything mm. out what you could be doing oh, i love this what you could be doing take that little like notebook out or whatever and you can be scripting videos oh, you can be writing yes. you can be coming up with ideas so true if you don't like have time to schedule hey there's a, a whole two hours in this class where i can do literally nothing but schedule videos and when they come out <laughs> That's like the best time to brainstorm if you're in high school and you're a YouTuber is when you're in that class where nothing is going on and you're just in your notebook looking like you're paying attention or whatever, and in actuality you're writing down the thing that you really want to do.
0: Man, I, I've I've done this <laughs> right? in college. Yeah, sure. I mean, I've just like written down some ideas, written down some schedules. They don't know what you're writing. <laughs> written down some SEO tags. Like this is something I've done before, you know, and it's sure a very viable option if it's if you're okay with. It. Doing those kind of things,
1: you can plan whenever. Mm-hmm. You know? And we'll we'll take it out of college for a while, uh, for a little bit. Somebody we know, a dark light dreamer, mm-hmm. dude works. Dude is busy. Mm-hmm. Never knows when he gets his schedule right. It's always like, oh, he's working this time one week and working this time another. The one thing though he's noticed is that like, oh hey, they're not scheduling me like this late, you mm-hmm. know. So like, hey, if I have the whole night to record, oh look, suddenly there's videos and there's time now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? And it's not just like even if he has to work late at night, you know, even if he has to, the night before you can get two or three done if you're if you're if you know ahead of time, right? Like exactly. even if you're surrounded by limitations and surrounded and your time is just taking up on every corner then like every spare second you have, you know, you'll find time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now I'll, I'll go ahead and give this little shout out to dark light dreamer here as well. Cause I can almost guarantee that he's going to listen to this podcast. Where is he going to listen to it? Probably at work. He works a third yeah. shift, like grocery store job. He's pretty, and he listens to like, because it's third shift and he's talking and stuff. He's able to listen to podcasts and I'm sure that this is going to be something that's right down his alley. So even if you can't necessarily directly and work on your actual projects, you can be listening can to observe. things, you can be reading about things right. that are about the topics, which is very important. You can
1: learn. Mm. You can do whatever. Yeah. There's always time. There's always, There's always time. Always time. You know. I hear people like, Oh, I have brothers and sisters. Wait till they're asleep. That was that's yeah. what
0: I had to do. I have brothers and sisters right. that are rebellious. They wouldn't go to bed right. till 2am some nights. It, like last summer so last summer I'll give you a little, little more info into my life um, I stayed at home I was uh, going into my junior year of college and I have five younger siblings who stayed up all the time during the summer. I would have to wait till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning some nights for my brother who was in the same room as me to go to sleep so that I could record my videos and Here's another thing. Another big excuse is the fact that, oh, I don't have internet. Well, I didn't have internet at home either. So the way I uploaded was, well, one, I worked a web development job. So I was able to go to this company and work on web stuff while I was there. And while I was working this job, I was uploading videos. Or what I did before that, and and even in high school when I didn't have internet at home for a while, I went to the uh, public library. And, da- and uploaded my videos then.
1: All right, McDonald's has McDonald's. I went to McDonald's
0: a couple times. I went to uh Bylo, the grocery store that I worked at. Like, you know, there's there's always ways. There's always ways.
1: There's always a way out there. Um, and even if you don't think there's a way out there, chances are there is, and you're not looking hard enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I wanna. There's. There. We've listed a couple of exceptions of where like there's literally no way, mm-hmm. right? Um, but to sort of quote something uh, from the Marines, which I know like Marines YouTube, not really the same <laughs> thing. But listen, they have a what's called the forty percent rule, and the idea is that if you're like exhausted, if you're at your limits, um, the Marines will tell you that what you think your limits are, what you think you've reached your maxes, that's only 40%. And even though you're tired and exhausted now, you're still able to go for another 60. Ooh,
0: that's good. I've never heard that before.
1: I like that. (laughs) Right, right. Like, when you think you're tired, when you think you're exhausted, you're only at 40%, you gotta keep going. Yeah. Right? And that's the thing. It's like, those limitations, the reasons we think we're exhausted or we're limited... Some of them are physical, for sure, uh, but a lot of them are mental, you know? Oh, yeah. We mentally think we're worn out. There's nothing we can do. You know, we've reached our limit. But you get a little bit of pushing from somebody, and you'll, you know, kind of be surprised at how far you can go, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And if you care about something, and if you're passionate about it, there really isn't a limit, you know? There is no 100% for you. you. Keep going past that. 200, 300,
0: 400, whatever. Super Saiyan levels of you know? of percentages there, you know?
1: Right. The limit is when you, when you want to stop, you know, it's no longer a matter of like, how am I going to do this? But just when am I (laughs) going to stop? I think it's,
0: I think it's common. I, I think it's fair for me to say, this is over generalization just a little bit, but I think it's fair for me to say that most of the people who say that time is the problem they're they're not the type of people that are overachievers in the first place. So they really haven't reached any level of their max yet where for like people like us, I mean I get called an overachiever at least once a week Um, whether that's a good or a bad thing. I'm constantly pushing towards what my limit is and have I reached my limit before a couple of times and when you truly do reach your limit of how far you can go, it's a little scary And it's not the best, it's not the best feeling in the world. Um, but even through those couple of times, all it did was just teach me that, okay, maybe, you know, there was something I could back off on a little bit so that I could push towards that limit again. Um, I think, I think in anything in life, except for alcohol and drugs, you should always, (laughs) always (laughs) reach, reach your, reach towards your limit.
1: (laughs) Right, right. And and that's the thing to kind of touch back on these excuses in general that we've been mm-hmm. listing is um, a lot of people simply make up excuses to avoid, you know, real questions, to avoid uh, stuff that they're scared of, to, to avoid, uh, you know, conflict, mm-hmm. whatever. Absolutely. They make these excuses because they're like, oh, I need a reason to not want to do it, you know. I need a reason to get people off my back. I need a reason uh, to not want to put in that much effort or that much work, hmm. you know? And here's the thing. If you want to put in that effort, if you want to put in that work, if you want to put in that passion, if you want to start a YouTube channel, notice how all those excuses suddenly disappear, you know?
0: It's gratifying. Extremely you know, gratifying. What were once
1: solid reasons as to why not to do something suddenly just, like, disappear into vapor, Right. You know? They're not even solid again. I guess just... Which means they never were to begin with. Exactly. <laughs> is the deal. Right. They never were. <laughs> Big, solid walls <laughs> or excuses. They were to you at the time. Um, but when you really want to do something, you know, none of that matters.
0: Yeah, I guess just kind of wrapping up the excuses side of things. Sure. I, 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 I don't know about you personally, but I know for me, I've used these excuses before. Sure, Money sure. being a thing, I was was something that I used as an excuse for most of my life because I didn't know any better. Time being a thing mm-hmm. was a was the reason for two instances in my YouTube life. Here, one instance I didn't do YouTube for about four months, and then the other I didn't do it for about a month and then realized how much I hated not doing it. So mm-hmm. there's just oh, man, it's All right. it's just it's so much better to ignore the excuses and just do it anyways.
1: Sure. Exactly. And if you love doing it, you'll, you'll do exactly that. You'll mm. push through them. Um, and I've definitely had a lot of those same excuses before and been under that mindset before. Mm. Um, but like I said, once I really started loving to do it and wanting to do it on a day to day basis, a lot of that faded away. You know, a lot of that suddenly didn't matter anymore. Um, And I encourage you all, if you really want to do it, if you're really interested in doing it, um, don't let anybody or anything hold you back from doing that. And let's just take it away from YouTube for a second. If you have a creative passion or a dream or something that you want to achieve in life, whether that's success, uh, impacting people, being a professional, uh, doing YouTube, whatever, whatever you want to do, don't let anybody or anything get in the way of doing that, ever agreed ever ever
0: (laughs) so much truth in that statement
1: do it i uh the only the only real limit to not doing it is yourself (laughs) (laughs) agreed
0: so much (laughs) i mean that's it always comes down to yourself absolutely right i want to go ahead and challenge our listeners and our viewers uh if there is a excuse that we didn't bring up that you have and you can call it an excuse, you can call it a challenge, a difficulty for you, some kind of a barrier that's stopping you from doing YouTube, but you want to do it or somebody says you you should do it or you just feel like maybe there's something there for you. Leave it in the comments on the YouTube video. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, take just an extra moment to go on YouTube, look up the video right quick. It'll be in the show notes. And, uh, you know, leave us a comment saying... This is a 100% reason why I can't do YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to have like a episode every once in a while, maybe every few episodes where we talk about the comments and just kind of answer some questions like that. Because I would love to, if you are really passionate about starting this or wanting to do this, I'd love to talk you into doing it in some way or another.
1: Let us be the... the Be the two Marine officers <laughs> pushing you past your 40%. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Sure. Give,
1: us Give us the opportunity and we'll, we'll totally do it if you need that motivation, if you need that push. Right. Do it. <laughs> At the very least, that's that's something we can do to, to help out people. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I guess my thing, just for this whole episode mm-hmm. in general, um, if you're, again... Uh, given our title questions, should you start a YouTube channel in 2017, kind of bringing it back around? Uh, the answer for me is yes. If you want to do it, if you're interested in doing it, um, then do it. And I think if there are people out there uh, who are listening to this and haven't yet, and then they decide to start that YouTube channel after listening to this podcast, let us know. Yeah,
0: we, you know? we definitely want to hear about that for sure.
1: Right. Very important. And if we see those people out there who have started this YouTube started their YouTube channel, their YouTube journey, you know, after listening to that, um, then it might be impactful in how we decide our topics or whatever, mm-hmm. right? If we see that there's like a lot of people starting, then we're going to want to, you know, help those people starting, right? In the next exactly.
0: episode. You know?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Right. But we got to know. We, we, know.
0: We, we need to hear your feedback, hear your responses, hear your voices. It's, you know, it's, it's important. It's imperative to... Just uh, you know, overall happiness, really, in general. Agreed. Yeah, I I want to go ahead and I guess doing like a final thoughts for this this particular episode, um, you know, as the introduction to the podcast by saying, you know, yes, of course it's a, of course you should make a YouTube channel. If you're listening to this, you've you're considered it. Of course you should. And I wanted to go ahead and say exactly why I created a YouTube channel and like a brief little thought and you can do it as well, Aiden. The reason sure. I create videos, the reason I'm on YouTube is because it's a place that gives me the ability and the the freedom to create every single day, to consume the things that I enjoy. And one of the bigger, more important things about me is to be able to help people or interact with people. It's just, sure. those are the things that you know, those are why I do YouTube and maybe you also like those certain things. So that's why this could very well be something that you want to do.
1: Sure. Uh, for me personally, uh, I'd started plenty of other YouTube channels before that had gone nowhere. Um, but when I started Blue Couch Productions, I was a high school graduate. It was the summer of that year. I didn't have a job. I didn't uh, wasn't planning on going to college. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Um, it was a very stressful time in life because you're sort of, uh, 18, 19, whatever, and you're just expected to, like, make something of yourself, right? And so the stresses about the future and where I was going and all the stuff, um, was a lot to handle at the time. Uh, but I wanted to try YouTube again to give it one more effort to, uh, try and make something of myself through it somehow. And in a way, it was sort of almost a distraction, um from what was going on, uh, from what I was dealing with at the time. It was almost a very selfish reason of doing it. But what ended up happening uh, throughout that is not only did like I get better, you know, did I get to a better spot? Did I go to college? Did I uh, figured out what I wanted to do? I would love to have this YouTube channel five years from now. I'd love to be making money from it five years from now, whatever. Um, but what ended up happening was that it was no longer about me anymore, and it was about helping my audience. It was, again, about helping the people who were involved in the community. Uh, if they wanted me to do something, I would do it. If they had troubles, uh, I would help them. You know, If I had a story to tell, an experience to live, and if I was able to touch somebody or somebody was able to learn from it, uh, that meant the world for me. Uh, That meant the world to everything that I did. I was just a guy recording videos in my room. (laughs) Never did I feel like it would have an impact on somebody other than myself. Um, But now it's the reverse, right? Like, they're the impact. They're the reason I keep going. It has nothing to do with me anymore. I'm in a better place. I could quit Blue Couch Productions. I don't need it. (laughs) Uh, But it's those people. It's those people. It's my drive to create things. It's my love of making videos. It's wanting to prove myself. It's wanting to help out the people involved. It's all those different things. And I'm continuing to become a better person through it. I'm continuing to learn a lot through it. I'm continuing to impact others through it. And it's just been like a fun time overall. And I would love uh, for other people to go on similar journeys or to maybe find something different uh, through doing YouTube. And if all they had to do to reach that was simply by wanting to start, uh, then I would love to encourage people to do that.
0: Yeah. I just just kind of putting both of our responses into, into like a single, a single thing for everybody out there. When you get into doing this kind of thing, uh, content creation online, YouTube specifically, I guess, it's an emotional roller coaster. It'll be exhilarating at points. It'll be absolutely soul crushing at other points. You know, you're going to enjoy yourself and you might cry some nights. You're going to think this is the funnest and easiest thing in the world. And you're going to be like, where do I go now? It's it's crazy and wonderful at the same time. And if you know, if you can be a part of it, that's all the you know all the more reason for us to stick around.
1: Agreed, one hundred percent.
0: Awesome. All right, guys. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's uh, episode zero. Yeah. Should you start a YouTube channel in twenty seventeen? Yes, you should.
1: Yes, do it. <laughs> Do it. Hopefully, too. Not only will you do it, but you kind of know uh, what this podcast is about, what we're about, and what we plan to do for the next couple of episodes.
0: Right. So,
1: um, hopefully, you guys are hyped. Hopefully, you're excited. Uh, as always, uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. What did you think about this episode? What did you think about the topic? Are you somebody who's going to start a YouTube channel? Uh, are you one of those people, like Zach mentioned, who have an excuse or a reason of, to not doing it? Um, do you have any suggestions? You know, Do you want to fight us on something? Let us know on whatever platform you can, and we'll try to get back to you. Yes,
0: and so you can leave those comments in various places. You can leave them on the YouTube channel at Zach Snyder Productions. Uh, if you're listening to this on YouTube, it's very easy. You just scroll down and type it in. If you're on Spotify or iTunes or SoundCloud or any other platform that I haven't known about me putting it on here yet uh there's a couple of other ways you can do it you can either find the youtube channel or you can go to lionshonor.com there will be a contact section on the website the website's still in a beta kind of state it's still got a lot of work to get done on it however in that contact page on the website there will be a certain thing that says you know, another YouTube podcast responses or questions or comments, you can leave us a little contact form there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that'll be one of the best places to do that there. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, we'll go in and get, I'll go in and get into a different couple of ways on how you can help the podcast. Um, you can easily leave a like on the video. If you're on YouTube, like I guess I leave me a comment going and subscribing to the YouTube channel helps not only me, but it also helps Aiden. Um, mm-hmm. Aiden, go ahead and tell them what your YouTube channel is so they can check that out.
1: Oh, if you want to find me and all the stuff I do, if you found this interesting or enjoyable, uh, you can check me out at blue couch productions on YouTube. Uh, I do a variety of different content, including, but not limited to let's plays, uh, blogs, reviews, live streams, and other such fun content. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's blue couch, Y T. I tweet stuff there occasionally, and I have a bunch of other social media platforms and stuff. Uh, a lot of them you can just find it by typing in Blue Couch Podcast uh, not, not that Blue Couch Productions or Blue Couch YT. Yeah, I don't even do a podcast anymore. Ooh, I only did two episodes. You should do that. Yeah, podcasts are sure. the
0: future. They're the future. They're the future, yeah. Um. Other ways you can, of course, support is, as I said, subscribing to this channel. I do have a Twitter. I do have Facebook. All that stuff is in the, in the description. I'm not going to bore you with all those details. You can find them there if you're on YouTube. If you're on iTunes, if you're on Spotify, leave us a rating. That'd be awesome. We would love to be on the new and noteworthy <laughs> podcast on fun. iTunes. That'd be really dope, right? Mm-hmm. So by leaving us a rating, leaving us a little response on there saying, guys did great or a question or whatever that'll be cool also every single one of your comments for a little while we'll be reading them on the air so that'll be that'll be cool the next episode is going to be next sunday august 13th market and we haven't gotten the exact topic yet but it's guaranteed to be something around the line of Starting your YouTube channel. <laughs> right. Somewhere definitely. around there. Starting your YouTube channel. So this will probably involve YouTube, guaranteed. Right. So the first few episodes <laughs> the the first few episodes will definitely be around the the, the kind of area of early stages. early stages of YouTube. Kind of getting you used to the platform and the types of content you can make and then we'll we'll slowly get into more niche areas. We'll talk a lot about gaming, we'll talk a lot about vlogs. We'll talk about, you know, other genres that we're not necessarily acquainted with, but maybe we'll have like a guest or two that we can get on here. It's we have a lot of different plans for it and I think it'll be really cool overall.
1: Sure. And I know this episode was a lot of uh explaining. I know a lot of it was terms. Mm. <laughs> and I I know for some people it might have felt like a lecture or whatever. Uh The goal wasn't exactly to lecture you again. The goal was to try to be entertaining and fun. And if we need to find a better balance of that, we will try to. Absolutely. And I hope for the people who already knew all of this stuff, uh, you at least found it entertaining. So hopefully you did. Or found (laughs) at
0: least one little thing that you didn't know. Didn't know. That'd be awesome. That means we did our job tonight. Yeah. Yeah. That means me being up till 2 a.m., Actually, it'll be later because I got to edit the podcast for tomorrow. Ooh, <laughs> oh boy! I'm find that time. Never um, yeah. Never Anyways, hopefully you found some kind of value out of this. If you would like to help the podcast monetarily, let's say you cool. have a, let's say money is not your excuse in, in not doing YouTube, and it's something <laughs> that you've already got, I've got a proposition for you.
1: Oh boy! It's
0: the segues. Oh, the segues. They're, They're good. They're just good tonight. Oh man! They're back um, again. All jokes aside, I do have a Patreon. It's Zack Snyder Productions. You can go there. You can... It'll it'll be towards the entire Zack Snyder Productions channel, the lions on our website, everything that I'm involved with. Um, and it'll also help me fund not only getting this on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify, because that costs a certain amount of money per month. It'll also help me fund the editing software that it takes to edit this podcast. <laughs> And the recording software it takes to record the podcast, so that would be great if you are interested in helping in some kind of monetary value. And I have new rewards on there, so you can be a part of the podcast. You can be a sponsor of the podcast. This can go in a lot of different ways. Um, yeah, but I think options out there. I think that's uh, that's all we've got. If there's anybody out there that you think should be a YouTuber. Any friends of yours? Any other people that maybe they're doing? They're just starting YouTube. You want to point them in the right direction? We hope to be those so, guys.
1: Yeah, send this, send them our way.
0: All right. Hopefully. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, I've been Aiden.
0: I've been Zach.
1: And we hope you enjoyed this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye.
0: Bye.